Yeah, I live here. I, went, I was born in Atlanta. Born in Atlanta, <laughs> live in Douglasville. Actually, I was born over here on the west side, or at the old Parkway Medical Center. Okay. I, don't, Home no, Depot. I don't know where that is. And now it's Home Depot. There's a Home Depot on the west you side. You were born in a Home Depot? Pretty, pretty, pretty much. Depot. Now, now it's this Home is Depot. all fascinating. They so used to forklift. you're basically saying Thornton Arthur Red. Blank is your father. Kind of. Yeah. Maybe you put it, now, now you put it so that he's, way. He's your uncle and your daddy. <laughs> uncle and your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Georgian. And I'm so broke. <laughs> my uncle daddy. <laughs> my uncle daddy from Home Depot. My Jewish uncle daddy from Brooklyn. <laughs> now his life is full of wonder. Of a simple thing cannot comprehend Why they try to tear the mountains down To bring in a couple more More people, more scars upon the land In the Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it rain and fire in the sky Rocky Mountain High Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it rain fire in the sky Friends around the campfire And everybody's high Rocky Mountain And this is unrelegated. Welcome to just another beard wearing. No shaving. You're not going to shave it no until shave we win. Until we win. Atlanta United podcast for the people by well. I mean, we're two other people, but two I other mean, people. I can't grow a beard, so technically that line, most of that line, only comes, you know, because yeah. I shaved my legs. So. Two other people plus two other people. Yeah, four people. Oh, that's right. Today. So it is four people right now at Fabiano's Italian. Uh, was it deli and pizzeria? Italian deli and pizzeria and deli in Douglasville. We are joined by uh, Chris Jenkins and Zach Wolf of Seventy Eight Hooligans. Sup, sup. A Hooligans. Terminus Legion chapter. Yes. yes. Indeed. And uh, yeah, guys, thank you for having us. Thank no you problem, guys yeah. for having us. I gotta yeah. say, I did not expect Douglasville to be so quaint and adorable. Hey. And it's adorable. Yeah, been and long. quaint. <laughs> <laughs> well, Douglasville is a very. <laughs> Wait very till true. the sun goes down. Yeah, yeah. Douglasville is <laughs> very wide or big area, but the downtown area. I'm, I'm is sorry. I, I, that's what she said. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's just I had I, I had to. It was one of those moments. It's very girthy. It was very city. girthy. And, it's and, gonna, and it's gonna be one of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, uh, we are here before the Colorado crap is game. Uh, th- this is one that we That's should nice get a result in. It's we'll a trap. Ta- and we'll t- oh god, don't even start <laughs> with that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> especially when we're talking about second to last place teams. I know, but still, that's yeah. DC United. Again, they MLS, there's no such thing as a trap game in MLS because every game could go either way. That's very true. That's and very true. Uh, I stand by that Rob Usry tweet. Um, guys, we have talked to a lot of people now. We've done this for a year. Have we? Um, have we? So have we. We've for been us, it's March. <laughs> Since March, yeah. Yeah, March, yeah, yeah. April. And we've been to a lot of different watch parties. And one of the things we like to do is get to know the folks uh, that host the watch parties. Yeah. Get to know a little bit about why they do it, 
Um, go ahead, give us some background about your chapter and uh, and what you guys are all about. Yeah, sure. I'll take this one away. <clears throat> so uh, go for it. Yeah, I'll go for it. Uh, so I actually got the uh, idea uh, at the Toronto FC game, last game of the season last year. Intoxicated. And uh, yeah, I was intoxicated. Obviously. That's the best idea. <laughs> the best ideas way. happen exactly. when you're intoxicated. I, I, I That's paint. why I drink all the time. I'm not even a painter, and I paint. Exactly. Exactly. It's a brainstorming session. So uh, it came about as an idea initially, and I uh, talked to a few Terminus Legion folks um, the tailgate, got some info, and then uh, talked to my homeboy, uh, Chris Jenkins, about it, and yep. uh, talked with the owners here at Fabiano's. and He's happened uh, to be a founding member. One thing led to another, and uh, here one we are. One thing so. leads to another. You mentioned that the owner of Fabiano's is also a founding member. Yes, yeah. sir. He's a founding member, and he actually owns the, uh, the Highlander in, uh, in Midtown. Okay, so say, th- this, is, this is a sister restaurant, actually. Oh, that's uh, crazy. I didn't know that. If he is listening, uh, thank you, sir. From a longtime uh, uh, Highlander uh, <laughs> visitor, I guess, patron. <laughs> patron. I want to say that in the last six months, the food and the menu and the quality has improved tremendously. So I don't know what happened. The kimchi tacos. Yeah, I don't know what happened in the last six months, you but had me a taco. but uh, yeah, everything has gotten better there uh the the food tastes better it's more consistent it's better cooked so i don't know if they got a new chef or or whatever i think they did actually yeah i've never been to the highlander so i feel like i now need to go oh really it's yeah. like a staple like you they have, have really to. good it's punk like, rock shows yeah too. I mean, there are so many things in atlanta that are considered staples that i've never done okay well like i would put i would put There's the highlander i would put the tile highlander in the top like 10 and oh, okay. uh, but I also put the varsity in like the bottom 50 of, <laughs> of staple places to go. But so the varsity is the thing that everybody knows. If I want diarrhea, then I'll head to the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely diarrhea. I would say that the, the Highlander is about 500 places above the varsity in terms of Agreed. you should go there. Agreed. Yeah, uh, well, it's shit. Okay, fine. I mean, it's right next to the art house cinema right there. Mm-hmm. I uh, mean, yeah, that and whole area is cool. I get my hair cut uh, over uh, uh, at a salon right above the Highlander. Yeah, there there's well. also that uh, with the Indian restaurant that's pretty good. I forgot the name of it, though. Yeah. Uh, Wait, where is this? this it's is in by P- uh, Piedmont uh, Park over... Um, oh, man, I'll be there. Like the near Mellow Mushroom and Trader yeah. Joe's? Yeah, it's behind exactly. that area. I'll yeah. be okay, there I the go to the theater sure. all the time. It's, yeah. Well, it's the patio. They serve the patio there. Is right, uh, the patio is right there. When you walk to the cinema, it's I like... Go, I go to the caf- the cafe place there. Okay, there's the Mediterranean Cafe, and to the left of it's the Highlander. Yep. Oh, oopsie. Which is... Yeah. Oops. Okay, well, now you know. Learning okay. with Kelly. Learning like, with Kelly. I love tangents. The Give more it. you know. I love how we're in Douglasville. We're talking about West Midtown. That's okay. I know. Keep, keep or, I mean, sorry, um, your wonderful yeah, idea that we, we just completely segued. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that we were talking about? The, the, uh, 78 Hooligans, I think. Oh, the Hooligans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep, there it is. Uh, uh, initially, uh, It was yeah, a really so small group of us that started this. Initially, I, I got from out of town uh, back in, what, February? And I thought it was going to be 10 people showing up. And it ended up being like 30 people. Yeah, didn't now, realize now we're over fifty. Now we're over fifty. <laughs> now uh, we made uh, who was it? Uh, Bradley pretty surprised when we picked up like, forty scarves. Yeah, our first day. A thousand dollars worth of scarves from the uh, from the town hall that that day, and they were thoroughly impressed by what we had mm. to do. It's and funny, you know, when I when we posted that we're going to Douglasville, we get we'll get the occasional comment like, "Whoa, you guys are way out there," and I'm like, "Douglasville? Like, okay, it's like twenty three minutes from the it's stadium." I had this close. argument. I had this argument. With I always get like, "What are you talking about?" And the people that are commenting are an Alpharetta. I'm like, you're further from the stadium than Douglasville. Agreed. Agreed. What are you t- I work at Pond City Market, and people are like, oh, my God, Douglasville? 
That's like that's like how far? I'm like it's literally a 26. Like I I've timed it. They yeah. always, they always 26 think it's really minutes out here with too. no traffic. That's what yeah. I said. Because I live next to the stadium, and it took me literally like 28 minutes to yeah, get here. Jump so. on 20 and comes right here. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. just want to be people, man. Yeah, I I think it's funny how people's perceptions. I'm like, well, where are you, where is your perception coming from? Well, you live in coming or you live yeah. in. Like you know, Roswell. Of course, it like I think, I think Douglas feels far away for you because exactly. it's on the we- It's way west of the city. Correct. I think, I think or like they're think, from Decatur. But it's no further than like you know, some people go from Sandy Springs in traffic right and, to the stadium. So I don't, people automatically hear. think that like since it's closer, to, I guess, to Alabama on the west side, they're like, man, <laughs> we are technically uh, it's right pretty, now it's pretty four miles from Alabama. I think we're going to go to Alabama right now. Like, we can go to Alabama in thirty minutes. Oh yeah, Birmingham's right there. What guys? Have you ever been to Birmingham? I've been to Birmingham. Okay, I took a home. Guy to Birmingham I, one time. I haven't been, but maybe like a few Welcome hours in Birmingham, I think. Yeah. 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 We should all go to Alabama. You could ride your bike there. Like right I've now. literally yeah. crossed the border just to go set up fireworks back yeah. before they were actually legal. Well, let's go right uh, now. There are a lot of people that live. Yeah. There are a lot of people. <laughs> I know a lot of people that live in Douglasville right? that commute to Birmingham for work yeah. and vice versa. That's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a big deal. People think it's pretty booty out here, but it's not really not that bad. No. no. It's pretty. Although I did a cursory check of your Walmart to see. <laughs> how much Atlanta United gear was there? I, I, it's all I, about the academy. I don't remember the last time I went to Walmart. From a zero to ten, I'm afraid to say that it, there was zero Atlanta United merchandise in that Walmart. You can't go to very. Walmart. It's God. all about the academy, man. There's an academy, academy over here. Oh, the academy has academy. it because yeah. there's a Walmart in in, uh, in uh, where I live, uh, and they have Atlanta United stuff. Um, but that's in the city, Jay. I still it's a test there because I know for it's a fact people a have found way in Athens at Walmart they found a land. You know, United you know gear. what I do? Yeah, the true. real test for me is whenever you go to a, a Target anywhere because yeah. Target I find that no matter sort of where you are at, they're gonna have Atlanta There's, United stuff. Yeah. This is Douglasville. People yeah. go to Walmart. I don't go to Walmart. I don't go to. Walmart. I know you don't, <laughs> but I'm just saying a lot of people go to Walmart. You have two WalMarts, don't yeah. you? Have you? No, you in Douglasville? Or there's you? one near. There's another one. There's a mile, one mile from here, and then no, there's like another there's one. Oh that's like Lord. a few miles away. Either way, so within a 50 mile radius, I well, believe there's about 3.5. Yeah, because Atlanta is popular <laughs> enough that yeah, sports stores. A- after the game, go to our Walmart and see what kind of people you feel. But I'm telling you that Walmart is a litmus test because now at this point, Academy. Sports Authority, uh, Target, Target, all these things have it laying out of gear and have True. for a while. But if when you start to see it come into the Walmart, then you know. I don't know if Target has it or not. It's starting do to. You, do you go to, to the really Walmart make, on Hall Mill? Hmm? Yeah, the one they close though. They close. They've after got Atlanta what? United stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've tum- I've seen tumblers. I've seen like. Oh, that's a- crazy! And I actually wouldn't have thought they had stuff there. Well, to be I mean, I've. I don't it's go kind there of very often. They even have like a button. Yeah. Hey, so I actually have a question because I'm going to segue us again back onto the subject. Where did the name 78 Hooligans come from? Probably 78 right behind us. Yeah, this is actually uh, if you look oh. out in front of you right <laughs> now, out the door, there's this is Highway 78, and this literally runs Bankhead. all the way into the city, or Bankhead, as people call it. Yep. Okay. Uh, do the Bankhead bounce? Remember the Bankhead bounce? Yes, I do. Oh, 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 oh. 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 You can't, uh, no, people thing? that are listening can't see that, but we're, we just did that. I'm going to need more of these before I start doing that. Yeah. But yeah, we kind of did a unanimous vote. Uh, we all sat around and kind of came up with jotted down names that we wanted. Had like we actually had one called initially uh, the D Train. Okay. Shout out to <laughs> Zach Rollins if you're listening. <laughs> which we uh, running that D Train. <laughs> D Train. He's all about the D Train. God, he was so, so drunk and loud. He was very that day. adamant about the D Train. Uh, but we ended up uh, voting unanimously on the 78 Hooligans. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Then we had a guy awesome. works here, designer logo. Yeah, the guy Shout that actually designer logo actually works here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's one of the... Uh, so I need to go like hunt him down and be yeah. like, what's up, man? Yeah, he has an Instagram page. I don't we can, we can get him on And now. then fun fact I was telling you guys, uh, 
I have a friend here that does event planning in Douglasville. I helped him put on a uh, it was a Pokemon Go event in the square. Like 500 <laughs> people came. It was outrageous. Uh, and one of the vendors was a waiter here at Fabiano's who does airbrushing. Oh. And Shout for my Draper. birthday, my friend had him airbrush an Atlanta United crest like onto his shirt. And I still have that in my closet. So, so. you guys lineup just came out. Nagby's and starting 11. Oh, yes. Right. That's great. Nagby. Breaking news for those what? of you listening who already know the result of the guys, match. Guys, and the yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. My, uh, Larry's in the back line. My, my prediction now changed. Well, it's now yeah. it's going to be 6-0. Oh, he's center back? It's a 3-5-2. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. That's interesting. Uh, Escobar is in the 18, as well as Bello, uh, Carlton, so we might and Barco. Barco's not starting. So we could switch to four in the back oh, if Stilly, we do girl. an Escobar. And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, is Gressel starting? Gressel is starting. Gressel is Tito. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, Perez, uh, Parker, Larry, uh, McCann, Remetti, Nagby, Gressel, Almiron, uh, Martinez, and Villalba. I like the way you pronounce that. What? That was really nice. She goes in a different yeah. accent. I was like, depending, Martinez. Depending on where the person's from, <laughs> like she, will say, she will say it in an I like accent. Here in Martinez. Douglasville, we, uh, we say Martinez. I'm waiting for the day where we have like six different nationalities, like French. Scottish, yes. so to hear. Oh, although oh, oh. when she McCann. says McCann, she doesn't go McCann. McCann. <laughs> I mean, I can't go McCann. <laughs> it's only the it's only the uh, attractive like Spanish or French languages or, or Italian. Although, although I will, I've stopped saying Joseph because he doesn't like that. He likes Joseph Martinez. Yes. Yes. But, that's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, anyway, that just sorry I had to include that. Anyway. My All right. Well, that's an excellent lineup. I have to agree. Nagby's back in. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Where is he playing? You said because you said Remedi. Oh, he's playing with Remedi he's because Larry's Remedi. in the back. Larry's in the back. Okay, gotcha. And so Parkhurst is playing though because that weird mystery, mysterious reason he got pulled from DC. I still don't understand, don't understand that. that. What, yeah, what happened? It ruined no one, everything. No one knows. Everything fell to you pieces. You thought it was an injury. I thought that he, yeah, I think that he must have gotten pulled because he was just wasn't looking right or is you know something was happening. But I don't know what it was. I really I don't, don't think we ever found I, out. I don't think anybody ever asked. The amount of calls that were in that game that were we just were all sitting there watching that and it was, would, yeah. uh, it was, I'm so confused. I blame the Parkhurst move. Whether there had to be a reason, whatever reason, it was, it was ever since he got pulled out, it was terrible. Yeah. Everything was terrible. So as long as Parker stays in this match, yeah, and then Rooney we'll came out fine. nowhere, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll get to that. We'll get that. So uh, <laughs> a couple of questions that we like to ask everybody that joins us on the show, uh, the sort of staple questions we have, um, and I'll start with you, Zach. Sure. What is your or who is your favorite Atlanta United member or Atlanta United player? Obviously, player, and why? player, okay. player, not oh. member. Sorry, I would be <laughs> a uh, member. You know, I could sit here and say Martinez all day long, uh, but it's probably going to be Vialba. Okay. Why? Why? Just that, that goal against Orlando last year. That it's automatic major. Was it, that was the goal yeah. of, the, of the year, wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I just I, I dig his style, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. You like him and his hair. Did you and see his, the new hat? Then, not only that, but like when he starts hiking up his uh, shorts, to show the I start getting a little uh, little man crush going <laughs> yeah. on. I'm like, wow. Yeah. He's got really he's nice thighs. He's yeah. got great You got to tell your girl actually. to like look away. I'm like, girl. She's like, oh my god. Is that code for you getting an erection? Is that what? Uh, that is. <laughs> a quarter chub. So and, uh, the wind is blowing a certain direction. Well, they yeah. just released an ad uh, uh, with a picture of him in uh, jorts, basically, <laughs> short jean shorts, which we make fun of. All the time with in Orlando, yeah. But everybody was like, "Oh, well, Tito's wearing them now. Well, <laughs> uh, they look right. good." And I was like, "I don't know. I don't know." No, he does. You could. You, you could just still, say it. I was still like, "I'm not. Di- if, I don't know in the jorts." If, if, <laughs> if you do not, if you do not have a crush on on Vialba or Escobar, there's something wrong with you. I'm not saying I don't I like that. I, that I, that he's not. He's a very attractive man, and I, I dig when he pulls up the shorts, but. 
just seeing him in jorts. All, all I thought of immediately was Orlando, and that's not what I want to think about when I'm looking at Atlanta United <laughs> ad. I don't oh, want to think yeah. about Orlando. Hey, Chris, okay, so who is your favorite Atlanta United player? Mine going from last year has to be Julian Gressel. This is a work rate, and impartial determined players. Yeah. But uh, his work rate nonstop up and down the field, his pinpoint crosses. I love, I love the way that he sort of came aboard as like this, this non like yeah. yeah it was a draft pick it was something that we weren't really looking at expecting a lot from and he's made himself irreplaceable yeah, he I blew me away this, like last year just the way he just plays and yeah he will win too. he will win rookie of the year again this year I <laughs> guarantee it I actually have a story about <laughs> Gressel believe it or not so uh, there's a girl that I work with believe it or not she actually lived in the same apartment complex as Gressel and their dogs played together okay and she had no idea who he was until <laughs> she was like wait a minute is this the same Julian that plays for Lanny Neto I was like, yeah. How many other German Julians? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like yelling at his dog in German. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> oh, speaking, so speaking. I, you know, I got all, I got all fanboyish. I was like, you got to make this thing happen. I yeah, wanna I want to make him. make our dogs. You know, hang I out. mean, look, we can't all be <laughs> Jay Riddle over here who has uh, him on speed dial. Do you really have him speed dial? No, I don't. But oh, you're our best friends, aren't you? Yeah. No, but he he yeah. was called out in the middle of Atlanta as they were driving in an Audi during uh, the MLS All Stars, and he goes, "Hey, Jay!" Yeah, he rolled down the window <laughs> wow. and, and yelled, "Hey, Jay!" at me. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. In front of the see, Hyatt. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? So you're a bit of a badass. So I I, uh, so I heard. I pay him a lot of money to do that in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> like we coordinate when he's gonna be driving down the street, and I'm gonna be in front of somebody in and that do exact a press. spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Moving on. So, guys, uh, the other number? question we like to ask is, what is your favorite? And we'll start with Chris. We'll do it the other way. What is your All favorite right. Atlanta United match moment uh, since the Atlanta United inception? Inception. Oh man! Oh, Assad's first goal. Okay. Yeah, Bobby died. That's a favorite. That's why I know this shit's for real. Yeah. Like, I still have that shirt. I have a shirt of him celebrating that goal. It wasn't uh, the outcome I, I wanted that match, but right then, I mean, like, we were there and yeah. on the yeah. upper levels. I mean, that was our Bobby that died. was our inception, and that was what started it all. Lost yeah. my damn mind. <coughs> yeah. As we did all. Our buddy Tyler there, he was here there too, so it was just – that was a gnarly game. What, was, what about you, Zach? I would say <coughs> it was the uh, the Minnesota uh, United game last year oh, in the, the snow. The, the, yeah, snow. the six, six, 6 1 yeah. game. Yeah. I absolutely love that game. That was one of my favorite games to watch. I'm sorry to say game. you're both wrong. It's uh, having unrelegated uh, come to oh, Carabiano's. Okay. okay. So that was the best moment. Aside that, that is the correct you are, you No, no, correct. no. I'm still making this moment. I thought you read the notes we sent like, you. This moment <laughs> will be the best afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to wake up tomorrow going, you know, that actually, that, 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 well. that tops it. That <laughs> yeah. tops yeah. it for I'm sure. It's going to be lit. Kelly's already got a glass of wine, so we're good. Yeah. She's getting ready to get a bottle. And there's an empty shot. I almost There's a beer in front of Chris and Zach and an empty shot. Glass also, yeah, so. he took a shot and his. I'm just trying to recall. Also, anybody that joins us here, uh, also like you get 20 percent off your tab if you hang out with us. Yeah. Okay, so you. <laughs> the way I'm you said that was just like dropping, <laughs> dropping the, the savings. The savings. Whoop, whoop. Um, but so another question that we actually didn't start off asking, but once we had an interview with Jason Longshore and uh, who is the godfather, obviously, of Atlanta soccer, mm. or just should be the godfather of all soccer in general because he's amazing, um, came up with a Super really nice great question for us to ask people because it's something that's obviously not thought about a lot. But um, to the both of you, who is your uh, favorite underrated player and mm. why? Yeah, who do you think is most underrated? underrated? We think of the most underrated player. I got mine already. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ambrose. Ah, okay. Yeah, that is that is good. He's yeah, a good he's been one. kind of out of our mind because of his injury. injury right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this lately. is true. This is true. Yeah, but he was starting to burn it up. I mean, he was or even Kratz. Kratz is another one too. His yeah. fight, his fight in the back line too was 
He saved a lot of goals. Yeah. Gosh, I love that kid. <laughs> he's good. He's a good dude. The little, the little Boy Scout. He actually, uh, he's from El Paso, so he's actually from the same city as my girlfriend. Oh, sure. And he was one of two people that signed my jersey last year at the Toronto FC game, with Martinez being another one. Yep. Yeah. So. God, yeah, that's yeah. a good Ambrose, jersey to Ambrose have. Oh, it's hung up, and I do not right. touch it. What did Zach you? steal your you? thunder, Chris? Did, yeah, he did. Oh, my did he ruin it? Did he really? <laughs> he ruined that was, that was a good one. Good. Now I got to think of another one. I, I was going to say Robinson, you, but then he, he kind of <laughs> let me down a couple times. I believe in you. I believe that you can think of think of. Uh, you can do it. Under, do you want to say? I'm going to go ahead and say Nagby. Yeah. No, no okay. goals, no goals. But before he got hurt, his pit, he was just passing all around, and yeah. even even he had a chance to get a goal, he laid it off Martinez. Yeah, I feel like his stock started to drop a little bit. Not that people thought he played poorly, but that he was just he wasn't. Making it into match moments and you well, know, you know uh, just he wasn't he wasn't brought on to be that sort of a player, and he, I think everybody expected that from yeah. when he was in Portland. Yeah. yeah, so I think he's underrated from a perspective of people just kind of expect that he's going to be consistent. They don't really talk about him, don't really think about how much of an impact he has the game, and then especially when Remedi came in and he's been so so solid. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. going to be interesting. Our thick to see he's, he's a thick dude. He's, he's a, a solid. Thick. Dude. Yeah. He's a wall. Yeah, yeah. he's the I wonder wall. if yeah. this. I wonder if this is an experiment, guys. So I wonder if putting Nagby in, starting with Remedi, is an experiment, experiment to see how well they do together, yeah. right? Without having sort of Larry in front of the back, right? And seeing if that's an opportunity to give Larry some rest for some more difficult games, yeah, true, um, or for some other games, whatever you know, and and to see how that partnership works against a really shit team. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I think. It, I think Tata's looking. To see what works, what doesn't work yeah. in this game. Right. Yeah, and, and I love Tim Howard. Poor Tim Howard. He's I love, that, he's I love that guy, and I, I'm just like he's, he's, he's made it very apparent he's not retiring until after next I do have year. A so. he's, he's about to be peppered with balls. No pun intended. Well, uh, well, that's where he stands up, right? It seems like the games where he's getting 30 shots on goal is yep. where he comes out of the no backline. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't, he's I can't a, name. And a unfortunately, typical to when Atlanta United plays a team is uh, they've they, improved over the last few games. Right. And Howard's improved. It's, yeah. it's like every uh, every team that we so play we that it should be these like teams at their peak. At their, their peak. It's just <laughs> it's right. it, it leads for us to have better competition overall. So I'd rather have a team that's playing well that's yeah. going to be a challenge for us than we just walking over people and true, then true. yeah. yeah. So one of the things we want to talk about is there are a couple things going on in MLS. It is uh, Kick Childhood Cancer Month, and so uh, I went and picked up a scarf. You can get actually uh, an Atlanta United version of the scarf, or the or just the MLS yellow scarf with all the. Last year it had all the logos on it. I didn't look at this time, but last year I got it. it. Had all the different. I liked it a lot. It had all the different team logos on it, and I think I got a black one. It was black and yellow. Um, and so you can actually just tweet out. With uh, scar hashtag scarves, scarves up, up right and, and MLS money. Works will donate five bucks to the oncology group that you know that's researches awesome. Awesome. pediatric cancer. Which I think, cancer. by the way, if you do multiple hashtags, they should pay multiple money. It's well, that's opinion. just unfortunately that's not how it works. Uh, though <laughs> Kelly, yeah, step Kelly from trying, and she put like thirty scarves up hashtags in a tweet. I mean, are you, if are, I can you make a, work, are you a hashtagger? You like a lot of hashtags? I don't, I don't. A but if I can, hashtags? if I can put like she thirty hashtags in a tweet. Yeah. And get money to to She's like, a just in case the it. bot was coded wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you never know. Yeah, she Gosh, may have done know. a fifty buck tweet right there. You, you don't know. Exactly, um, or a hundred buck actually, because they calculated it was a hundred dollars. Another cause that is uh, of huge importance to me personally, and and I know Kelly and I have talked about it as well, is mental very health much. awareness. Very true. Very true. And we were talking before we got on the mics um, about that topic. Uh, you know, was there something you wanted to share about that, and we could kind of discuss it? Uh, Chris, you want to lead with this one? Yeah, so uh, up here at our local bar here at Fabiano's in Douglasville, we uh, lost somebody very close to us, a service work here. I've known her for going on 10 years, 10 years now. Yeah, uh, she committed suicide about two weeks ago. 
So now any money that we raise right now all goes towards funding mental health research. And her mom uh, also set up a foundation for her. Then all the money's getting donated to mental health research. And so now we're just trying to get that awareness out there because this seems like it's been happening a whole lot, especially young people. It's like she was 26. 24. 24. Yeah, 24. And yeah. Uh, it seems like this, the young people these days, and I'm not that much older than she was, but it's happening more and more often. And we want to bring awareness to it and try to find some kind of remedy I mean, get people talking to each other, helping each other out. Yeah. It brought us closer together up here as a family, but oh, yeah. we kind of want to get it out there that nobody's really alone and you don't have to take your, that, that kind of road out. And when you talk about uh, the fundraiser, is that something that you're doing just here at watch parties or are there other ways that people can contribute or um, um, that you'll be sending out via yeah, social media so, or anything like that? I mean, yeah, we have a multitude of, you know, between our, our scarf sales that we're getting through, uh, that's going towards that, um, as well as donation for the foundations as well. So between those two, and uh, I think we're... We still have more ideas come up and works, like for merch ideas we'll be working right. on. Yeah. And just going off of that, just getting off the ground right now is a big part. Yeah. Is there, the word. is there a way for them to just donate? I mean, I mean, obviously... We, yeah, there's actually website, a, there's a Facebook page out there for the uh, they're raising the funds for. I'll so share it to you all on Twitter. Yeah, definitely uh, put that on Twitter, Chris. Yep. Okay, and we'll, yeah, retweet, and we'll that retweet that, we'll and it. you can follow uh, the 78 Hooligans at the 78 Hooligans on Instagram and Twitter, and you guys are on... Fa- you have a Facebook, Facebook group. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's not a page. It'd be a member, but... We have a Zynga as well, guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. So, nice. so follow, uh, follow on, uh, on Twitter, at least, uh, or Instagram, and uh, I'm yeah. sure you guys... It's a very important cause. Get some information out. We will as well... It's uh, I, I tweeted out when it happened. Um, it's quite interesting. You know, there's a lot of stigma around mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in the bubble of Twitter and social media, you know, we have in May, that's one of, that's considered a mental health awareness month. Mm-hmm. And then September is a mental health awareness month. And uh, there's suicide awareness as well. And so you see these tweets and people seem to talk about it. But that's just in the context of social media. Right. But in reality uh day to day it's a topic that still holds a lot of stigma for people correct in yeah. person and especially in this day and age it's i think it's harder it's actually getting harder for people to talk to each other in person about these things there's a lot of outlets over social media and stuff like that but it's not the same as talking to someone in person right really? um, about your feelings or problems i tweeted out the other day that um uh my dog trainer uh also uh, committed suicide. Now, of course, when we talk about stigma, a lot of times families will say that uh, they passed away suddenly. Yeah. And that is code for two things. And uh, you, you can't bullshit it. It's either drug overdose, accidental or otherwise, or suicide. Very true. Every time. And, and I, would, I, I understand the sensitivity around and families at the time of this stuff, but really we should be able to move beyond that and and be honest with what took place because everybody is guessing then, you know, and yeah. and then, oh, can I talk about it? Is this OK to talk about it? Can I then tweet out that they passed away because of suicide? But I don't know. Right. And that stuff aggravates me. I think it's important to talk about it openly. And uh, of course, you know, I think be sensitive to people if their family doesn't want to advertise that way or isn't telling yeah. you it's not yeah, your sure, business. Sure. But at the same time. Um, I would encourage people to talk about this topic. Uh, it's a topic that I've talked about on a podcast called Mills with Friends uh, a, on Home Before Dark, yeah, uh, and, and about, as well as about my own history with drug addiction and, and rehabilitation and stuff like yeah. that. So, and I have, I obviously have a good, very good friend, and I, it, it just, the the whole discussion is sometimes hard because it's you're you're faced within that 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 construct of like how do I approach this and how do I 
how do I continue the conversation where it's a positive, not a positive, but that, that you allow the person to be able to openly talk to you about these sort of things. Because what you're realizing is that when a person is lost like that, that it also leaves a, a larger wake within family and friends. And then it's like yeah. allowing them to be open to talk to you about how they feel about it, that sort of thing. And I'm always a uh, pro uh, or I'm an advocate of talking to a therapist. I've had m- many mental health issues um, that affected my health in general yeah. um, and still do. And it's a lingering thing. And so I, I'm... I'm a huge advocate for being able to actually go to a mental health professionalist and, and seeing them. And there's such a huge stigma, in my opinion, whenever I tell somebody to go see a therapist and they're like, oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you're crazy. You're taking crazy pills. Yeah, I feel, exactly. like, yeah. I feel like if you're a comedian or an actor or you in that community, like everybody's got a psychiatrist. So everybody like talks about you it. You really like, should, but, though. I mean, but, this day but, and age, you need <laughs> something, you know, I mean, someone to talk to. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> matter what profession you're in. You okay. really, honestly, if... If there, if there, if you feel like you are trapped or you're lost and you can't talk to somebody, there is somebody that, I know, like I said, I know there's a stigma, but there is somebody that there that can help you. And I just sometimes people don't want to reach out or don't want to have that that thing over their yeah. head, like, oh, I go see a therapist, and it's really. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah. It's almost like it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it shouldn't be I mean, like that. You know, if you have cancer, you go to a doctor. Listen, right? you know, unless same you have a great support system or people that you can go to, uh, and, and family is not the same thing. But like, where you're just very, you have, uh, you're lucky to have people that you can go talk to on a regular basis, be very open about your feelings and non-judgmental. But you know, they're not professionals. They, yeah. they they're also can't give you advice or things of that nature, right. uh, medical advice and that sort of stuff. If in case you do get end up getting diagnosed with something and. And that's how it happened with me. Like, I, I went, you know, until I was 30, not even knowing I was bipolar. You know, yeah, like, yeah. just, you know, had no clue because I didn't seek, uh, you know, uh, professional help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's something that we're a huge community at Lane United. Yeah. There, it's growing by the day. And it's great to talk about all the fun things and all the great things that are happening. Also but it's also important to reflect uh, because uh, the faction uh, made it paramount uh, that this season spent a lot of time and effort and a portion of, of fundraising uh, towards mental health awareness yep. because the uh, gentleman who actually designed our logo, um, uh, you know, uh, committed suicide. So oh, wow. it, so it's Did this is something that, that mm-hmm. you may not know or uh, be touched by it directly, yeah. but it happens too often. Way too often. And, um, and unfortunately, it's, it's very preventable, um, especially if you seek... Uh, medical advice or seek professional help there is help there is hope um yeah. i was in a, we are a family in, guys yeah. yes. you know if and i'm speaking not of like hearing about stories my own personal story was one of where i would have suicidal ideations all the time and mm. so i thought that there was no hope that nothing could cure it and there is no cure it's something you live with but you deal you learn coping mechanisms and tools mm-hmm. to use and uh it's in, in and uh, my life is i couldn't imagine how wonderful my life is now in comparison to before i was treated and diagnosed and and dealing with these issues so yeah. there is hope i'm speaking uh, you know using i statements i'm not saying this is just oh i heard or you know where i assume it will be better it is so yeah. if you're listening and you're having these thoughts and, uh, you know, reach out. Uh, our DMs are always open, Kelly and I. You know, my team is fully open for anybody who wants to reach s- out talk about this. Yeah. And talk. And we don't mean to be down downers, guys. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, don't I'm be glad, afraid to reach out. I'm glad that you guys brought it up. And we yeah. are more than happy to talk about it um, because uh, I don't think it's talked about enough. Exactly, so yeah. that being said. I uh, love you. Hugs to everybody. Hugs. I wanted to wrap up with you too. guys before we go to a break. Uh 
and talk about the news and all that sort of stuff, and maybe we'll rotate. Um, I think there's some other folks that might hop on the mic. Uh, last episode, we uh, I sort of talked about the Supporter Shield and how important I thought it was, and we kind of queried the, the watch party we were at and had people raise hands of who thinks the MLS Cup is most important, who thinks the Supporter Shield, and um, and 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 I'm interested because Andrew Wiebe of MLS Next Time Radio tweeted out the other day asking both uh, New York Red Bulls uh, mm-hmm. supporters and Atlanta United supporters, what does winning the supporter shield mean to you? Right. Yeah. And so I'm curious, you know, if you guys have thought about that at all now that we're kind of getting close, we're only seven games away from the end of the season. I think it's important. Yeah. I think it's very important. The the shield or the, the cup or both? Both. Both. Okay. I, think this, if, yeah. I think if we want to keep I growing this both. thing, I think if we want to keep growing this thing and be the face of MLS, I think we have to go for it. We have, like, just go all out. Just get all trophies you can. Make sure we, they know who we fucking are and just go for it. Where does the Sporter Shield fall in place? If we were to win one or the other MLS Cup which or Sporter Shield, which one do you... I'd rather have the Cup. You would rather have the yeah. Cup? I mean, okay. that's, that's a given right. for me as well. I mean, really? The Cup's... Yeah, I mean, for Lady United to come in and we're on their second season and look what we've accomplished in, in just two seasons. Yeah. 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 And if we get that Cup... I mean, I think that's, that's and, and I, talking to Teodol, I think Teodol had a good point. There's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, not, wrong no, answer. No. It's, it's just interesting to hear the reasons why people, because yeah. a lot of it's just gut feeling. Like right. some people are it's just one, not familiar with the supporter like, shield. It's one thing to have the best just, record, yeah. but yeah. have them be the champion. This, this I, just seems I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, uh, I want both. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course we're greedy. We want both. I want the CONCACAF champions too, but. Well, that's not as much, you know. Well, he elicited that feedback and then he put it into a quick article. And yeah. uh, so I'm just going to read some of the, in, uh, the tweets, the responses from some of our supporters, some of who are listeners yeah. uh, that I noticed. Uh, and so Jeremy Darnell uh, at Jeremy Darnell one said that it would mean a lot. It's the best indicator of team strength in MLS and would signify the great job the front office and coaching staff have done in roster building. And it would be the first piece of silverware that's always special. Yeah, and then uh, Pierce, who is at cursive underscore kid, said, I value it just as much as the MLS Cup, and we're talking about the Supporter Shield. It's uh, a more accurate reflection of the best team in the in over the season for the club and city. It would be a massive, uh, especially because we don't win many titles. Uh, from uh, that's Hecht, very true. From <laughs> Hekfu, uh, it would mean a lot. Uh, second only to the cup. So much was said about soccer not surviving in the South, and it's great proving everyone wrong at every step. Yes. I love that. And if we get a you know we get a championship before the Falcons do, that's even better. That would be yeah. even. Better. That's our stadium. That's that fact. Yeah, that's it would all be our stadium. Our stadium. I just want to get rid of the like the heartbreak city aspect of everything. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine like us just having a huge ass cup in MBS and yeah. like I will buy no the star jersey the next day. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh god, yeah. for sure. So uh, Kevin Gorham uh, at, at Kevin Gorham said it would be massive. It speaks to the overall health of the club and how well we planned and ex- executed in our first 2.5 years. As a fan, it has been the goal of the season because it pays off the emotions we invested in games against a Chicago, a Minnesota, or even Orlando. Um, Devin For Real, my bro, uh, bro. Uh, great singer, artist, and also a gunner, um, and also uh, a star of, uh, of Atlanta United Fan TV's um, post, post-match cams. Uh, he's on there quite a bit. He said it would uh, mean a tattoo on my right leg to memorialize the first major trophy in club history as <laughs> oh, a founding I, I, member. It'd yeah. be an absolute. You'd also get a tattoo. Honor. This, this actually brings up a very good point because uh, Chris and I both agreed that we would actually get a golden spike on the back of our our, our calves yes. if we got and the I cup. And I am getting that logo, the Atlanta United logo, right there. So that would there be that would, that would that would happen. If, yeah, if, yeah. If, yeah. Atlanta United make it work. There's gonna be so many more tattoos coming your way. Oh yeah. Yes. 
I don't know uh, what I would do for a supporter shield uh, because I would definitely get something to commemorate it. I just don't know if I would put something around the crest that a tattoo I already have yeah. or, or, or something separate. You know what separate. I really wish? If, you, if we win MLS Cup, I want you to put a star above. The well, that, yeah, the cup, the star will go there. Oh, yeah. Perfect. But for the Porter Shield, I'm going to do something different. I just okay. don't know what. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, the last yeah. one. So it's uh, at CW3. Uh, it mean a lot. We have to hang a banner, if you will, but without the cup at the end, too, it'd be a letdown, unfortunately. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, he, he has a point. We'd have a banner hanging in the stadium Yeah. Uh, that uh, yeah. also the Falcons fans would have to look at. Yes. Um, Let me bring up a real real topic here for a second. Oh, real topic. Oh, dropping the mic. Do you think Atlanta's cursed? I don't know. Oh God! Nah, I never believed that. I, I, mean, believe that. I, I, I I'm I, a Detroit Lions fan. I don't. I mean, you want to talk about curses? <laughs> like, get get the fuck out of here with me. You know, it's so. It's Atlanta fans are like all knows my heart's been broken a lot in the past couple of years. Yeah, are so conceited to think that they actually are important enough to be cursed. Like, uh, don't hey, fucking uh, tell hey, me that. that, that that's shit. not what I think. I I'm just saying in general. <laughs> that's such the, a load the, of the, shit. The, the masses is in, in some aspect. It's just like you know. Ever since the Super Bowl, that's just a way for people to protect to protect their uh, their ego true. each season when their sports team starts, <laughs> so that they can give themselves an out when they don't win it. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but I, fire mute. I think it's a down. bunch of nonsense. <laughs> it's yeah. Going back to bed now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I. Are you saying Arthur Blank's cursed? No, 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 not you. But that's what I'm saying. You're saying that Arthur Blank's cursed. That like the the not you, not you guys. I'm saying whoever thinks this. Yeah. Is crazy because that means Arthur Blank's cursed. And are you saying Arthur Blank, who has done all everything he's done for Atlanta and and sports, is someone that is building something that is a cursed franchise? Like, no, of course not. Talk to me after we win the MLS Cup. Exactly. And that was my next (laughs) (laughs) Because we are going to win it this year. We are. So, guys, uh, score predictions. Before we take a break, it, uh, it changed with Nagby getting the lineup. Ooh. Oh, th- did it? Mm-hmm. Hey, I, honestly, it, was, it was it was like five one, but now it's six zero. Six nil. With Nagby getting his first goal, I'm saying four one. Oh, you think Nagby's going to get his first I think, goal? I think in this Nagby's game? getting his first goal. And you said four one. Four one. Four one. Okay. Does Nagby score? Yes, I think he is. So you both think Nagby's going to score? It's got to be. It's got to be. He comes off of a very long injury, and you think he scores his first goal? You know. Poetic, that would so be. Your, so poetic, your score line is on par with Doug Robertson, Zach. He predicted 4-1 on Soccer Down Here the other day. I uh, put out uh, 5-0. <laughs> uh, he knows. And uh, because it's just time to bust out the ass Dude, okay, It's so been too long since we it was LAFC was the last time we really put on ass yeah. That yeah. was I had so much beard dumped on me in that game. <laughs> yeah. Did you? I, did not, I, I wish I would have been in the supporter section for that game, and I wasn't. I, was I, not, I would have loved I was, so much beer on me at the end of the I think it was game. my first time in sports. After section. that game, I've never left the sports section. Like I was, didn't I send that? I didn't send the supporter section that game. But the next game, I was there and haven't left. I can't remember what game I started sitting in the supporter section with because I've now moved to like a stand with the parcero with, with sombrero sports. Oh, you were right behind us last they game. They got yeah. going on. They're, I I am so I mean, envious in some aspects to those guys. Like we squeeze, everybody. Listen, we there's a part of like most people that wish they were clubby. I follow them on Instagram. And they're like in Russia, and there's like there's tons yes, of them. like you guys yeah. are. Yeah. This is awesome. The, those guys are crazy, yeah, but I stand cool. I stand with them. I feel like every game now, and I I've actually changed my season ticket to now be in the sports section. Right, huh? Yeah, yeah. She is actually changing Still her citizenship to Colombia. Correct. Oh. I am <laughs> right now officially Colombian. We will have a Colombian along with her and Jessica, whose boyfriend is is Colombian. She went to go watch the Colombian. Match uh, soccer match against Venezuela. Oh, right I on. have no Colombian yeah. boyfriend. I'm just doing uh, this because I love Colombia. Jess from Soccer in the Streets. So guys, we want to thank you so much uh, for hopping on. We may uh, have you guys back after the break or right at on, least bro. after the game. And 
uh, we did mention and plug that uh, p- for folks can find you at the 78 Hooligans, but uh, where can they find you both on social media? Correct. And is there anything else you'd like to, to add for our listeners? You can uh, find me as uh, Zach Wolf, not to be confused with the Zach Wolf photographer of Atlanta, because I constantly get confused with that guy for some odd reason. Yeah. Uh, Just I, as good looking, I, I, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we actually kind of look alike, which is even weirder. Uh, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Zach Wolf. And that's nice. W O L F E. You got it. All right. Yeah. Woofie. 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 Yeah. It's, it's, it's French. What about you, Chris? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jinx underscore the underscore person because my nickname is Jinx. Uh, jinx the person. Yeah. That's a, that's, I was we, used to, we used to call him Drinkins. 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 <laughs> Drinkins. Stinkins. Like all of the, all of the above. Uh, <laughs> and on, you can find me on Facebook. All right. Nice. I run the 70 Hooligans Twitter also, so hit me up. Sweet. Yeah. There you go. So you know where to find them. We'll tweet out that information. Chris just said, uh, whispered in my ear, that uh, gave us the links to the fundraiser uh, uh, for mental health awareness. So we'll go ahead and get that out. And then we'll catch you after this break, guys. Yep, Stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Put up a shut up. All this talk, talk, get your weight up. Put up a shut up. Pack on deck, get your weight up. Put up a shut up. All this talk, talk, get your weight up. Put up a shut up. Pack on deck, get your weight up. Put up a shut up, all that talk, talk, get your weight up. Put up a shut up, pack on deck, get your weight up. Put up a shut up, all that talk, talk, get your weight up. Put up a shut up, pack on deck, get your weight up. I'm all about me some bitches. I had my license suspended, but I drop things in the rentals. I blade the weed for my senses. I ain't give a fuck cause I'm in it. I roll with these and they meant to. They taught me never be simple. So if you ever try sent me, uh, I pop that thing like a pimple. I turn you into a cripple. Uh, uh, they ride away when it ripple. I flip the pack till it triple. Uh, uh, you in the hole like a dimple. I ain't a killer, don't tempin'. Dreaming of pushing up in me. All of my folk, they be with me. All of my haters, they envy. Why, why I'm just chasing a penny? I'ma keep sipping this in Stacking and having me plenty. I ain't hanging on no fences. And we're back. We're back. We are joined again by Chris. Zach has vacated the microphone. He has. And he left. He was like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Throws the mic down. He's still recovering off. from the concert yesterday. He, yeah, he's going to get more shots. And in, a, in his place, one. DeAndre Jackson, welcome. What's hey, up, bud? Hey, everyone. How you doing? Hey, bud. Good. Oh, my God. You're like, it's just like, hey. how you doing? How's it going? I got tones. I got, I got levels. <laughs> <laughs> got levels. You know, levels. We, we played soccer together. I, I know I, when you get I got hyped. levels, yeah. You can get there. I got a question I about that, you. by the way. I've been wanting to ask a question. Who's better? Me. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm pretty trash, if I'm <laughs> being honest. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't played soccer in, like, almost 10-plus years. 10, yeah, 10-ish years. God, my knee would Ten blow out. Or more than that, honestly. And then, like, I feel like getting back to play soccer is, has, one, not only showed me how old I am because my, of my hip issue now. Thank, thank the Lord for that. I don't want to hear about it. My entire skin, like, my entire leg... <laughs> The, the skin of my left leg was just completely scraped off. It was. And the... But I believe when that the, happened, you fell down. It wasn't like anybody tripped you. You just ended I went up for like, I went for a... Was it a bad tackle? Fat fat guy falling slash slide tackle yeah. uh, I, on Kevin, I think. Yeah, uh, it was Kevin. Which Kevin? Because... Uh, Kevin... Uh, Kevin the architect. Big Kevin? Architect. Or, okay, not Kevin. Not, Kevin. No, okay. big, I never tried to tag a big Kevin. Yeah, big I tried to play on his team most of the time. You cannot... I mean, like, yeah. I, I got a couple of ankles with big Kevin, but that's, like, as good as I could get. Yeah, like, I could just attack his ankles, and that was it. I just kind of <laughs> leave him be, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump right into it, and then DeAndre, we'd like to have you back after so we could get into our couple of questions that we asked our 
guess. Um, but uh, we have a limited amount of time here before the match kicks off in uh, Colorado. So we're going to delve into some non-team news. Guys, Philadelphia Union, and I don't know if you know, if you follow <laughs> me on Twitter, you may be aware of my feeling about mascots. Uh, and, and my feeling is that unless it's a llama, like Las Vegas City <laughs> White, Lights has. which is the best mascot ever. Uh, then, I, I just saw that here recently. <laughs> then mascots are fucking terrible. There's, it's a stupid idea. And in fact, this whole excuse like it's for the kids. Do you ever remember growing up as a kid and wanting to go to a sports event purely because there's some goofy fucking mascot? No. Mm-mm. Never. No. Not my whole not. life. So no. why the fuck would you think that's, like, for the kids? Like, that's just an excuse that your marketing department came up with to spend <laughs> some money and blow it on this bullshit guy. But see, for the it's Philadelphia for Vegas, Union... Right? No, no, no. We're talking. Okay, we're gonna segue because we. I don't think we had to start. But so the Philadelphia Justice Week released their own mascot, which is a snake who has okay. arms, legs, hands, and feet, and his name is Fang. P H for Philadelphia Fang. Yeah, that's not a snake. No, could it's not. You, that's you, exactly <laughs> it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Could you not spend that money that you spent on this mascot to do all of the stuff with self promotion and whatever it is on something like worthwhile for your soccer team instead of just. Do a Create kids' a day. Nobody cares. Like, bring in kids. What are, you do- like, yeah. what are you doing? I don't get it. Like, I understand they players. did a whole like uh, thing where they sent out and, and had thousands of kids send in their name uh, yeah. and descriptions and and uh, uh, artistic renderings of yeah. what they want as a Come mascot. On. And they went through a whole process. It just sounded like a way for a marketing company to, to just suck a whole bunch of money out of you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, this is gonna take at least six months now because we have ten thousand <laughs> drawings that have been yeah. submitted. So, they so that'll be at least fifty thousand billable hours. To build you this exactly. fucking monstrosity. So, so with with this uh, mascot announcement, there's actually if you get the chance, you just type in Philadelphia mascot, uh, and it probably will say Fang. But there's a Deadspin article that came out about it, which was fantastic. I, I love, love Deadspin. Deadspin. They're so great. I absolutely love them. So I'm gonna read an excerpt from it. Uh, it goes, "It's a snake!" Yelled the host, which was actually very helpful. It may be confusing to the children in attendance because literally the first thing a child learns about a snake is that they do not have arms and legs and are thus historically pretty bad at dancing and giving high fives. So why even pick a snake? Why not a salamander or even just a a glass lizard? And you could give him, you know, some little nubs. Yeah. I mean, obviously they picked a snake because the snake is in their logo. Don't tread on me kind of thing. And uh, anyways. Freedom, y'all. Granted, do whatever the fuck you want. If that's you want to do mascot, that's great. Uh, I understand it's not that big of a deal, but is that it? As long as it's yeah. not Atlanta United, maybe. that's it. Yeah. Right there, he has a mohawk. Listen, he has a mohawk. Do your fucking mascot. Now, yeah. now he's fucking cool. He's, he's, he's punk rock as hell. As long as Atlanta United never gets a mascot, please do not get a mascot. Atlanta United. I'm, no. I'm fine with your dumb mascots. What is it gonna be like a giant for the kids, right? <laughs> Can it you would imagine? Be a giant golden spike Can you with imagine arms, someone arms legs. and a weird smiley face? So moving on, uh, <laughs> MLS went down to Orlando, uh, made a huge announcement, you know, for the next All Star game that they had committed to a couple years ago. Don Garber committed to, to doing Orlando. So the 24th All Star game is hosted uh, in the city of Orlando. Where? Uh, Garber- one, of my, one of my favorite quotes from this was that Garber said basically they've earned it. Uh, what he meant was that he errantly kind of committed to doing it. So uh, okay. then he, he said, oh, crap, now i got to do this thing. All right, And they've earned it. Like but I'm on li- record saying I'd do it, so here I am. I mean, listen, exactly. they, they did a great job with the, um, the, the when they had a host of the U.S. Men's National Team game there. Um, it was a great – I mean, they did a great job. The, the, no. the, the, the uh, AO guys and, and gals down there did a great job setting it up, and it, it worked out. Yeah. But it's – now in a stadium that only seats what twenty six thousand max. 20, I think, I think so. it was twenty five or twenty. Either it's, way, it's not large. F- whatever the fuck it is, it's yeah, purple. It's, 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 there. it's, it's still purple. fucking miles from uh, you know even when they did in, um, 
when they did it in Chicago, what did they, they do, do, they do it in Chicago so. Fire Stadium, or did they do it in a bigger stadium? I can't. No, remember. No, they did it in the Chicago Fire Stadium. Okay, I think yeah. it's like where they're gonna do all the events before and after Dallas Star game because there's nothing in Orlando besides Applebee's. Well, there's that <laughs> there's <laughs> Disney World. Y'all. There's some conference centers that they'll have like little things uh, at here and there. It's like yeah. the yeah, their infrastructure is set up for like anything. Down I don't there know because I'm not stuff. part of the All Star anymore. I went, I went down there. I went down there for corporate conferences for ten years. Oh wow. So they have the infrastructure to host that stuff, but it's not like a, it's all centralized like yeah. a downtown Atlanta. You have downtown Orlando, which is like 15, 20 minutes from I Drive, yeah. which is the whole other area, and then Disney's another 15, 20 minutes yeah. from there. So it's very spread out. Um, and, and it's just, I don't know what the, it's in that heat in the summer in oh, yeah. Orlando to go walk around and do stuff. I mean, what it's are you going to do? We were at the block party, was hot as hell. Our block party. Can you imagine in Orlando doing that on a Saturday all day? I was, I mm-hmm. was there all week. It was hot as hell. There's yeah. no way I'm going to be in Orlando when it's like even more muggy and more more humid. Yeah, no, O'Donnell, no, the coach, is going to be out there in his beekeeper outfit that no. he puts on to protect himself from the sun. And <laughs> the no, be- thank you. <laughs> but apparently, there's a new format. Yeah, it was weird. The ownership of uh, Orlando City announced that they were excited, uh, and you know they couldn't tell anybody. But uh, there's gonna be a super <laughs> cool new format next year. And I was like, they've decided that already. That seems kind of bullshit. Like, I don't. Yeah. Is that for real? Um, or is he just talking out of his ass uh, Who knows? to try and ramp it up? Either way, some hype somewhere. it was weird. Also yeah. reported by Pro Soccer USA uh, during a media scrum in Orlando, uh, Soccer Don made the comment that the league is probably done expanding in the southeast for a little while, which is a little weird because Raleigh considered themselves yeah. still in the bid process yeah. in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think he walked it back a little bit later in, 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 in the next day. Uh, but either way, just a weird thing to say, especially yeah. when you're trying to expand to 28 teams, yeah. and it shouldn't be about – where the city's located, but right. if they could execute it. Like, yeah. if you're literally picking a city, like, out west at, that's going to f- fail and fall on their faces right. purely yeah. because you don't want another, like, team out in the southeast, it's, that's obviously not their ridiculous. process. Yeah. It seems ridiculous. So yeah. I, maybe he just made a mistake, but either way, it's weird uh, because even the Tampa Rowdies are still kind of in the, in the bid process. Exactly. They're still around? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, well, they're trying to get a new stadium. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that if, if I haven't seen them since like back in the Silverback. Well, days. I mean, they w- <laughs> they would need some big investors to come in and help yeah. him out, yeah. obviously. So um, yesterday was actually a pretty big deadline, and most people don't know about it, and it wasn't actually brought up. Um, and most conversations are transfer articles. deadline windows are weird. They're so yeah, weird. It is. <laughs> so technically, yesterday was roster freeze deadline, which uh, most people don't know about. So teams had until 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yesterday, Friday, September 13, to submit their final 30-man rosters for the season with no changes or additions allowed through December 9th, the day after MLS Cup, except for, in cases, extreme hardship. So even though the transfer deadline was over, if there were people out of contract or free agents, you could still move them in or off waivers and stuff to get them in and, 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 and finish up your roster. Yeah. And and Chicago Fire did that. In fact, yeah, they, they picked up a guy, Yura. Uh, Mo- <laughs> Movisinov? Yeah. I don't know. Movisinov. It's uh, What's the name again? Yura uh, What did you call him here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ex-RSL forward back way back in 2009 <laughs> yeah. um, uh, who won an MLS Cup with RSL and, and, yeah. and was playing with the Swedish side, uh, Jur- uh, Gardens. Good enough. Yeah. And uh, they and here's the weird thing about it. They brought him in and said they would not commit to him next year. So basically seven games. Oh, and he's a forward. And you already have the ex-Golden Boot winner last year. And, you have, and you have Katai, yeah. Yeah. midfielder, scoring goals. You have the people. And you're bringing this guy for seven games? Yeah. What are, like, what are they doing in Chicago? Who knows? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Like, I have an inside source that told me literally that the supporters groups met with the owner, the GM, yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. And Nelson Rodriguez, and he told them, I could care less if you 
are, the I remember the this. God, that is now, a, he didn't say that publicly, manager. but he said Obviously, it yeah. internally yeah. to them, to their faces, and said, you have to structure your sports groups the way I want you to with memberships and do it the way I think you should. Otherwise, you know, you can't be a part of the games anymore, and you, I'm not going to bring you back to that section I blocked off from the Latinos uh, group in Chicago. Right. It's a section eight that... that been basically protesting. Yeah, so this just adds to the yeah. we, for like the third year in the row, they're, they're one of the shittiest teams in MLS, if not the worst, and yeah. and uh, they just keep doing dumb things. So, anyways, uh, well, great. So I yeah. guess somebody took advantage of getting ahead of that yeah. roster freeze. So now, yeah. so now all rosters are frozen, and the only if you add a player, they are not available until the 2019 season. Oh wow! So that's quite a ways away. Yeah. 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 So I guess yep. if what they officially mean is it's officially the transfer window is officially closed. Uh, yep. Like, it is. It's done <laughs> for it real this done. time, guys. For real. Sure. Is there like some other else? little underlying like I don't know MLS nope, can, <laughs> MLS has a lot of vague rules they could change on the fly if they wanted to. Yeah, I guess. What, what other loophole can we find? It's called here? the LA Galaxy loophole. Like LA Galaxy yeah. wants to bring someone in. They used to always make up rules yeah, for those guys, right? Absolutely. Well, LA Galaxy gets an extra week. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, moving on, uh, Atlanta United two beat Penn FC on September eighth two one in a fun match to watch and a professional performance where a number of players were actually very impressive. Yeah, this is one of the first games since I can remember where I actually enjoyed watching it. Either. ESPN, um, and uh, this was uh, you may you may know about it because some gifts came out of Andrew Carlton right. with mm. the sauce, just yeah, like yeah. Uh, doing a back heel spin and then it was yeah. passing so it to, to Lagos Kunga, <laughs> who was definitely offside, <laughs> which is weird because that would have been such a great play. He would have yeah. been off to the races and probably scored a goal. No, he wasn't offside uh, at all. That was sarcasm. I kn- no, I know. Okay. Just making sure. I was explaining. I was explaining. Okay. Yeah. Did you see that, that staring? I was explaining <laughs> that he was about to go get a goal. Yeah. I'm yeah. very fluent in sarcasm, uh, so I got you. But, I got but you. <laughs> no, I understood it was sarcasm. <laughs> um, but some of the other players, uh, Andrew was okay in the game, to be honest. I mean, it's a little deceptive because those yep. gifts and stuff. Like, oh, he's so good. He was okay. He was he was good. He was decent in that game. He created chances for yeah. um, a Sandoval. He, he scored a goal himself. Um, I don't know if it was off a of deflection I, or not. I but think it got deflected because when I was watching it, it, it looked, looked like deflected. It, it bounced in. I don't know if they counted it for him. But uh, Gallagher is who really stood out to me. Now, Gallagher was brought on. He was They've a forward. Right that, yeah, he's yeah. been a forward. He was a forward that we were then using as a winger. Yeah. yeah. And now we've been using him as a right back yeah. or a right wing back. And he was solid defensively uh, in a game that, you know, was not easy. Right. Uh, they're bunkering down. And then it's towards the second half when, you know, other guys were losing their legs. Yeah. He was flying up the right wing and then cutting inside and looked very much like Escobar. Like, yeah. I was like... That's amazing. This could turn out to be a great yeah. backup for, for Escobar. For right so we're wing. not relying on Gressel to constantly move right. back to that place. Yeah, Maybe yeah. we could have another right back. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, obviously awesome. very early yeah, yeah. that he's yeah. being used in this position, probably to make way for the academy kids and some of the other probably kids so, that, yeah. that need playing time in their positions yeah. or core positions. So either way, that maybe something will come of this yeah. because they look great. Um, also, Cochran and Robinson just shut down the middle of the air above. Robinson looked really good in that partnership with Cochran, and Cochran's always been impressive back there. Uh, next up, uh, Kelly. We have a new academy member. We do, yeah. yeah. So Will Vent actually joins the club after having uh, visa issues with uh, England in Manchester United Academy. So he's been scouted by all the top academies in the U.S. He's a midfielder, and we should see him in ATLUTD two, excuse me, uh, next season. Yeah, so excited about that. Right on, yeah, right on. yeah. People may remember, you know, his visa was up, and they were saying he was looking around at academies, and I was kind of like, yeah. well, you know, there's a lot of great academy systems out there. In fact, uh, there was an article that just came out. 
Um, I think Will Parchman tweeted out about it where he ranked all the academies. Yeah. Uh, I think he put Atlanta United about six, which is great for a second-year academy. Yep. But there are a lot of you know great academies out there. Yeah. So it was really big that, that we got him, and we'll see him probably in Atlanta United 2 next year, Absolutely. which will be very exciting because Manchester United is still watching him, which yeah. means they could bring him back, pay money when he's 18. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Bring him back. We get the money. Absolutely. Do we know what really caused that visa issue? Because I could have sworn it's because he was a minor and like he had to have a guardian who was yes, over there. that and was working. They... His dad worked for Everton. Oh, yeah. And they, okay. he, did, he lost his job there. So that's why uh, he lost his so, visa. Okay. So then it falls under the rules of you have to be 18 to get a right. personal visa yeah. uh, transfer to protect kids uh, uh, from the transfer rules wow. and stuff. Okay. So it just kind of yeah. fell through on him. That yeah, sucks. yeah. Um, and uh, guys. ATLU duty news. We clinched the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Shocker. It's a pretty amazing that where that's like when I read it, I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Now let's just get like, it. Yeah, now it's like last scene. year, I would have been like, "Yes," because yeah. we were like fighting, you know, staying yeah, yeah. at fourth right? place. And this time, I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, no. So it's one of the craziest <laughs> things Supporters because obviously, bus, motherfuckers. when yeah, we when we, when we clinched the playoffs last year, it was such a huge moment because it was done because we won a game, right? Yeah. So there was this whole thing of like, we clinched the playoffs yeah, because we won this some game. Teams and lost. Like, yeah, and we clinched it. it was yeah, yeah. Just like, okay, it was one of those things, but like this game it's just it was like yeah. news it was like oh yeah okay that's nice yeah well yeah we, did, yeah, we knew that, that was i like nice. that i like that feeling though yeah. Yeah. tell, us, nice tell us we won the supporter <laughs> shield and then like it's a nice place to be yeah. yeah uh joseph only played one game ultimately in his yeah. uh in his international break for venezuela sorry, luckily yes. luckily and it was in miami yes. so it wasn't far away yep. played columbia and only played 68 minutes yeah so, so he's gonna be that. fresh uh, so coming happy. into the colorado match yeah I'm always for him playing for his national oh, team, yeah. but come on. Also I back, wanted him back. Way yeah. back to that DC game, there was a Douglas old boy that got on the field. Oh, game. yeah, Bello? Bello. Yep. yep. So shout yes, out to him. Bello. Well, speaking of Bello, there's a lot of interest, rumors. Right. Uh, according to uh, Calcio Mercato in Italy, as many as six top clubs in Europe are keeping tabs on the 16-year-old Atlanta homegrown player. And those would be like Manchester City, uh, Chelsea, and Roma, Genoa, uh, Everton, and I can't even Schalke. Pronounce. Schalke, thank you. Yep. I, I never can get that right. Don't worry um, about it. And they're uh, all, they've all been linked to being interested yeah. in Bello. And, uh, again, that goes back to what we talked about, right? He's still 16, so he's about 17 months away until he's 18. And we'll be able to get too. a visa, but still, you know, his transfer price keep going up, man. Yep. And he's get we already saw he got minutes uh, oh, for man. the first I team. Would, yep. I would love for him to turn into a um, Ryan, my uh, Alfonso Davies. Oh yeah, I would love yeah. for him to turn into something like that. He's got the swagger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's, absolutely. He's really gifted. That'd be his, his age. <laughs> and uh, what we'll do is, um, I think you know what? Let's save. I want to save the rest of that news. Up till Til afterwards. After. Okay, we're because we're about to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but just quick injury updates, guys. Obviously, you know Nagby is back because he's in the lineups. Very surprisingly. Yes, very yes. surprising. But Franco Escobar uh, also, also back. back in the lineup um, right, right. and was back training this week and uh, made the trip to Colorado. Yep. Uh, Brandon Vasquez and AWR back in training. Correct. And, and uh, Gars is actually projected to come back at the beginning of October. Looking good. This good, is good, all good yes. news, guys. Yeah, the all right good time. news. Get, um, get close playoff time. <laughs> so we'll talk about uh, the the rest. Uh, actually, you know what? One more thing. Why don't we talk about Mike Conti's treasure chest? Yes, <laughs> really quick. <we're> like, <laughs> <"Rrr, it's a laughs> I still like Shed better. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> wow. Mike Conti's Shed is still booty. great. Yeah. So much booty. Uh, that's that's That's... You know what? I'm, it's yeah, a yeah. pirate thing for. Are you explaining awesome. a pirate joke yes. <laughs> to us, like we're children? Arr. How much does it cost for a pirate to get the ear pierced? A buccaneer. Wow. Oh, wow. Boom. I'm leaving that in. Okay. In 2018, Atlanta <laughs> United uh, is an incredible, as he said, uh, 9-0 and one in matches following a loss or draw. The only draw against New England, and uh, and also Atlanta United have a, can 
Have a first round by clinched by next Saturday with wins over Colorado, San Jose, and Real Salt Lake, plus a non-win by NYCFC and a non-win by Which is Columbus. just a strange Mike Conti treasure chest act because yeah, you're like, like if 17 things happen this then way, exactly way, he is the king of stats and facts. Like, he's, like he had to dig so deep and yeah. figure out which team. Like oh my gosh, crazy. Thank Mike you, Mike Conti, for doing the work. <laughs> right, and then well, I didn't have to. Studies hard. <laughs> and then just to recap, uh, very briefly, some of the other MLS matches that were played that impact the Supporter Shield run, uh, NYCFC. Uh, loses to a New England on September 5th and draws D.C. United on September 8th. So the New York Red Bulls did not play. They also had a bye week. And if we look at the potential max points before the game, uh, New York yes. Red Bulls sit at 73 max potential they points. Do. Atlanta mm-hmm. United just a couple above that with 75. Correct. We could really take hold of the reins with yeah. a win here uh, because we would catch up in terms of uh, we have a game in hand at the moment. Yes, yep. we do. And then falling back way back, like I predicted, NYCFC and F- uh, FC Dallas is actually now uh, third in running wow. for the Supporters' Shield, uh, followed by Sporting KC. Yep. Uh, and LAFC is creeping up, too, on yeah. NYCFC. So it's going to get They're, interesting. LAFC are actually tied with NYC right now yeah. and creep up for the Supporters' Shield. Yeah. yeah. And did you want to talk very quickly, Kelly, about uh, anything to do with the uh, Colorado? Um, yeah, so um, w- with Colorado adding Acosta, it sort of changed the way that they, they function and the way that they format. So the team has actually picked up points at a higher rate than they had all season since Acosta arrived. So Colorado had won uh, 0.85 points per game in the first 20 yeah. games that they've had one. That, that they had, and they have won uh, one points per game in the seven games since his debut. So those seven points came in all three in a, in a three-game stretch, tying their best three-game output pretty much all season. So Acosta has given them more of like a positive identity. Yeah. Um, his influence on Colorado's uh, tactics is pretty much undeniable. So they're in their first 20 games of the season, the Rapids have attempted the least amount of passes per 90 minutes in the league. And we're in 19th place in passes in their own half per 90 minutes. But since Acosta came on, he is put on the number 10 shirt, obviously. And the Rapids have attempted the second most amount of passes per 90 minutes in the league and the most passes in their own half per 90 minutes, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. You basically enter in one player and it completely tactically changes the formation of a team. Well, the number 10 is the key position that can do that. If any any Play player role can influence that much. It's the number yeah. ten yep. um, because everything is going to go through him. Correct. But that's also why I think for a team like Atlanta United, it's going to be a huge weakness because I think they're yeah. going to look to try and put everything through him. And then if they can't, they can run out of ideas. But you also have like also, but, but, they, but they're playing Acosta. But here's the thing: like, how freshly though he just did national team duty, didn't he? Yeah, but they're playing him. They're playing him up um, on the left and then cuts inside. Yes. So. Yeah. So uh, in this in this in sort of this diamond thing that they do, so it's going to be interesting. I don't know how much of a threat he's ultimately going to be. I think a Remedian and Agby are just going to yeah. shut him down. Yeah, shut him down. Put him, yeah. put him in his back pocket. But honestly, yeah. this is a this is a make or break moment. Honestly, for Colorado, because if they lose this game, right, and and if Seattle, I believe it's Seattle, if Seattle yeah. wins theirs, I don't know if it's a win or a draw, but if basically if Seattle do well then they lose their ability to even have a chance for playoffs. I know that we've all pretty much agreed that it's, like, out of shot for them, right? Mm. But there's still this... They'll be mathematically eliminated. Correct. Yes. And you don't want to lose that at home. Like, at home in front of your own supporters, you don't want to... To come there's into a this lot game on the line for them game. in this game. Yeah. I mean, yes. you know, their season's over. This is but an all-out game. They're still trying to prove to their coach that they are going to have a job. 
<laughs> starting next season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be so interesting. So don't don't rule this out as a is it all? That's just in my opinion, you can't rule this out as an all out bash ba- uh, smashing. No, of it'll a be team. five nothing. Like okay. I yeah. said, they're they're going to fight <laughs> for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. I give them about twenty. No, the first the first fifteen, which is actually really that's honestly, make or break this game like right off the bat. It's very similar to the way the movies are made, but the first ten to fifteen minutes of a game is honestly going to show you what you're going to be expecting from it. So. Yep. They're going to come out firing for the first 15 minutes. Like that DC match when Atlanta United, they came out so flat. Oh, I was God. like, it's going to be a gonna rough be day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to make it or break it right yeah. there. Which, by the way, minutes. Parkhurst said that, you know, that's a very CONCACAF thing that they did with the grass. It was awful. Like being there in person, you could see all the splotches. Yeah. And it was not cut. Didn't they cut the grass after the game? Yeah. yeah. They cut the grass yeah. after the game. And that grass was so short for their next game. I yeah. mean, it was the, that ball Anything was Anything to slow Atlanta down. Because they, they, they like to play a quick game yeah. against other teams, right? So, yeah. Uh, so yeah it was I heard, uh, I saw Doug, I, uh, Doug Robeson tweet. <laughs> also, I noticed you didn't get injured at the stadium. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Nothing didn't fell on your nothing, head. Didn't nothing. Get, nothing fell, didn't flood. Like, good to have you back. <laughs> but uh, I saw a Doug Robeson tweet from earlier that said Colorado Stadium's kind of looking how D.C. was looking grass-wise. Oh, no. So I, we'll see how oh, accurate that is. That. But I feel like something should be done if that consistently happens. You got – like, that's – that's. I mean, I understand. It's, I under, it's that's not the, cheating it's, by the book, but – But it's basically. It's yeah. like, come on now, where's the – But honestly, if – here's subtle. the thing, though. If, if we go into that match knowing that they did that, then we're going to play differently. Yeah. So we, we knew that that's that uh, how how we now play on tall grass and how other teams are going to try right. and break us down because DC just did it to us last game. So honestly, for Colorado, that's a that's a shit on their own book because we just we just went through that. Like we know exactly now what to pull on you yeah. for you to fu- like you you what? can't just do something saying? that's something. They basically <laughs> Doug tweeted out. Did you hear this, Doug? They say basically said the field at Colorado is looking the same that it did in DC. Well, with uncut grass. Well, we should be prepared. I, I never know what to believe from Doug Robertson. Yeah. I love the guy, but like, like I said, I don't know how is he exaggerating. Is. Like, was it like he's out there measuring the grass? Like <laughs> he, how does he know? Like, <laughs> with exactly. a ruler, he's been down on all fours. Really? Yeah. I mean, looking at really it guy? from here, it's you know, it's it, fine. It looks fine. It's nowhere near as tall as it was. Doug Robertson kind of be getting wild sometimes. Yeah, he's he's crazy. Do they, do they, they not have Doug. the names on the back of their training jerseys? It's just with the sun. I think it's yeah. It's just whiting it out. I think. Yeah. I yeah. don't think so. I don't think they have the names on the back. You of their might jerseys. be right. I said that, but I was completely not oh. believing a word I was saying while I was saying it. What? There are, there are no <laughs> names. There are no names. Okay, Kelly was right. I was wrong. We can document this right now. <laughs> Well, this is the important information people listen to this podcast for. You know, you uh, love me. When Kelly's right, the, correct. The trainer jerseys. For it's not Colorado very often. Okay, do not have, have no names because they don't know how long they're going to be there. <laughs> it's it's very true. Is Colorado. Burn. <laughs> Except for Ho- Howard, who's in like eleven hundred year contract for eighty. I bet he has a name on back. Eighty billion dollars. <laughs> his name does have a, a name on it. His jersey does. <laughs> He's got the captain's armband just tattooed on him. Yeah. yeah. Just like it's never coming off. So, so we got uh, we got Chris and Zach's score predictions. Uh, we talked about our score predictions. DeAndre. Do you have a score prediction? Yeah, what's yours? I'm sensing four nothing Atlanta. Uh, hope- Why am I the only one that's being conservative right now? I'm. I, this is me being Tis, conservative Tis. right now, honestly. So it could be. That's you being conservative. This is me being conservative because it could get a lot worse. Than I was this. conservative with I think two it's zero. Time, man, it has to be ass with the time. It has so. to be. Oh, I, I am all down for Why are you being thing? so conservative? You're the one that thought that we were going to win every this is single a good point. game for the rest of the season. We were going to run the table. Loved by DC. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my life has been a shit so shit show recently, so I'm just gonna be as conservative as possible because I don't want to get my hopes up. I thought we were going to the season. <laughs> Honestly, you jinxed me because I went to DC and then you said all this and then we lost. Yeah. So it is all your fault. I would like a refund on my plane tickets and my hotel, please. <laughs> 
Well, guys, the game is about to begin, so we're going to go to a quick uh, break, and then uh, for our listeners anyways, but for us, we're going to watch the, the match, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on, right on. And if there's nothing, if there's nothing less than four goals in this from all the score predictions... I'm kicking you all out. I'll eat my hat. Except <laughs> for me, because I would have predicted it correctly. So. Like I said, six mm. and a donut. And we can always <laughs> edit Kelly's prediction out. It's fine. Okay. Wouldn't okay. be the first time. All right, guys. Uh, hang in there, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, guys. We're back. We're back. But uh, we for- we've got to do our lineup graphic. Yeah, we did. We So we were so caught up in the moment about uh, me being conservative and everybody should talk. Well, Kelly kept looking over her shoulder every three seconds. Like, I did because the, I was like, oh, my God, is the match starting? Is the match starting? Well, is the match starting? To. It's like 3.30 right now. And I was like, oh, my God, the match is about to start. The match's not going to start. It was like 20 minutes the way they're training out there. I know. It's one of those. So uh, let's get into yeah. the very serious expert pre-match lineup graphic review. Yeah, so you... You put this in here. I mean, I did. yeah. Why don't you I, start? This is the first time I've seen it. So. Okay. So, look. It has the standard things that Jay always looks for. This is like Emilio Romain's going to. I'm just going to explain it, right? So, it's this it's this red background. And you can obviously tell that there is the, the what is this? Like the crescent moon shape? Like the half moon shape that's at the end of... I'm explaining this incorrectly. But basically, there are soccer lines on the field, right? There is the starting 11 that's at the top, and it's got the two teams that are playing. It looks like a top of the 18-yard box. Right. Thank you. Um, And it's starting 11, and it's uh, in a box, and it's got the two logos for the teams, and it's got the date that they're playing, the time that they're playing, where they're playing. um, um, And then it gives you the lineup, and it's uh, in uh, alphabetical order, so it's not obviously in um, position order. And then they have the subs at the bottom. So if you think about it, 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 it feels a lot like a NYCFC graphic lineup where it's very just simple and like to the point. But my problem that I have with this is one, it doesn't tell us where we can watch it. Two, there is no imagination towards this whatsoever. It feels like somebody was like, oh, let's just put lines on a page, which would be the soccer lines. And then there, there's just no shading. There's no... There's nothing that like draws you into it. It just is like, hey, this it's is very a thing. blocky. It's boring. Um, it's super boring. It is boring. It's so boring. Uh, some of the the list ones we have liked go with more of a wide screen. Right. Like make and it it's, look. But it's still graphically done to where it like draws elements. you in. Yeah. yeah. This is just plain white text on a maroon it's background. Just, it's not. Yeah. Appealing at all. It's very much like the team. Like, I never get the whole alphabetical the thing. Like, uh. like at least do it in the formation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. They're, they're just. I give it one and a half pizzas. I give it. Oh God. I give it one. I don't even give it a half of like one and a half. I just don't. It's a one. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just not appealing. It's very much like we didn't pay any mind to wanting to make this graphic better. And the thing that bothers me is that Colorado's got such great colors. They've got you know the white. They've got the light blue. They've got that that red, which is this is obviously done in that red, but. You're, you're forgetting the whole identity of your team. You're forgetting the mountain caps. You can do something with the mountain caps. You can do something with the light blue. You can do something with the white. <laughs> Any, pretty much anything. They just pick anything. a generic soccer field they background. Just, they just didn't care. Yeah. Oh, it's just bad. It's not good, guys. It's yeah. not good. I mean, it pretty much feels like uh, the 12th place that they're in in the pretty Western much. Conference. So. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> I'm so glad that we decided to jump back on to tell you all of this. I know. So important. But, hey, that's what we do, and it's been a while since we did one. Uh, but, seriously, this time we will catch you guys after the match. After the match. Bring a song and a smile for the banjo. Better get wild and get
What up? You guys. You guys. Do you like beer? Uh, yes. Well, I know Kelly likes beer. <laughs> Do you like breweries? Uh, yes. Well, I mean, duh, right? Right, if right. If you like beer, you have to like breweries. Yeah, I mean, it's, they, they go together. <laughs> well, they go to- we have an awesome, awesome promotion for you guys. The, the sickest promotion, guys. We have part- the sickest. We have partnered with the Atlanta Beer Bus. Atlanta Beer Bus. Atlanta's only hop-on, hop-off brewery shuttle service. The only one. There is literally no other shuttle. I mean, there might be a, uh, a guy, like an Uber driver, that say he could drive you places. Yeah. but uh, I don't know if you want to get in that car. <laughs> it's kind of expensive. <laughs> it does. It could smell I mean, like cigarettes. You-, you don't know. Yeah, yeah no, but when you when you really consider it, you're, you're, you're riding between seven breweries, one cidery, a distillery, and even a Marta station. For only $15, if you try to do that with an Uber or a Lyft, I mean, you're paying almost $100 yeah, for the day. Yeah, and it's not advisable to try and do it yourself because if you are by yourself, that means you're drinking. Yeah. You don't want to be drinking and driving. If you're no. with a friend, you don't want to put that friend in the spot. Yeah, don't draw, do that. You don't want to draw straws and figure out, okay, well, now who only gets to, to not drink at the rest of the breweries? Obviously, Doug. Right. Doug has to. Doug's always Yeah, Doug and, and Ben. Screw that Ben, ben guy. God. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, come on, guys. Avoid the expensive uh, uh, Uber and Lyft rides. Avoid, yeah. you know driving having, or and, having to find the places on a map with or like ways yeah and you know take all the work out of it that. take all the work out of it you could basically sit in the bus and just tweet the entire time yeah. get on the bus or post selfies like kelly said yeah they go to seven breweries seven one breweries. cidery and a distillery and even a marta station for only 15 dollars a day guys. not only that but you also get to hang out on the bus with the beer nerds like they have guys on the bus telling you all you want to know about every brewery you're about to go to, the beers that they're serving, and even new things that got coming out. I mean, who doesn't want to know that? Sit back, relax, enjoy whatever music the driver puts on. Maybe you'll learn some new songs. Yeah. Okay? Get to know a beer nerd. Despacito. Get all the knowledge ahead of time before you get to the brewery so you don't have to worry about it. You can just, just get off the drinking. bus. Start drinking. That's what this whole thing is You don't have for. to get off the bus like some of these other tours and have to deal with some guy giving you the tour and the rundown. You already know. You just get the highlights. You get to know what's new. Maybe you've been to some of these breweries before. Yeah. You could just... Don't like worry a, about it's it. It's like a fast pass. Absolutely. For like, for like all those amusement parks. So why is this a big deal? Why is this a big deal, guys? Because unrelegated listeners like you yeah. get $5 off daily $5 passes. $5 off. Dude, with, that's... Yeah. That's one-third the price. That's a third of the price and all you have to do is use our promo code UNREL. That's U-N-R-E-L. UNREL. You got it. UNREL. I mean, yes. it's easy to spell. And yeah. it rhymes. Yeah, and it rhymes. <laughs> and the offer is good for Fridays or Sundays only. And there's, you know, a limit one per person. That's, I mean, that's standard. I mean, guys, it's only weekend. $15 a piece. Yeah. So you're taking $5 off of that. You yeah. know, sure, you can't you, you can't go on a on a Friday and then use it on that same Sunday. Yeah. That's you can't cool. combine it with other offers, but that's typical. You should be getting all the yeah. breweries in on that one day anyways. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter. So You're pound it for one day. <laughs> Straight pounding. So let's recap it. No Uber, no Lyft rides. It's only $15 per day. Beer but, nerds. But if you use the code UNREL, yeah. it's only 10 bucks. Only $10, guys. That's insane. So that is insane. Go to the website, pick a Friday or a Sunday, use the code, get your discount. Yeah. It's Atlanta Beer Bus, guys. ATL Beer Bus. You can find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at, at ATL Beer Bus. And you can find it at AtlantaBeerBus.com for more information, guys. Atlanta Beer Bus. Create your own beer adventure. What are you waiting for? Go do it. Soles of my shoes I want The knees of my jeans are torn Sweat coming through my shirt Keep pushing even though it hurts 
chasing what I know is true There's nothing that I would not do When everyone around me drops I'm never gonna ever stop I won't waste another minute, no I won't I'm a man on a mission I'm applying correctly because apparently the first time I tried to do this, I fucked it up. So it is what it is. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing. I appreciate that. We are back. Kelly is somewhere else at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Mentally and physically. I don't want to. In a, in a strong performance against the Colorado Crapids. And I think it was a matter of uh, everybody sitting there and counting whether they would get up to uh, four or five or six goals at one point. But you only got the three. 3-0 <laughs> the final score. Uh, two goals by Miguel Almarone, and almost Every hat trick. Minutes. And Tito Vijalba with the third. Two assists to Gressel. That means Gressel now has 12 assists on Correct. the season. A complete maniac. This guy is unstoppable. Yep. Is he unstoppable? What, I mean, what did you guys think? What did you think about the match? <laughs> hey, you know? I, I like the fact that Almiron is, is scoring. No skyrocket. Yes. Thank you. It helps when it's when Completely it's right agree. in front of goal and he's getting assists yes, from Gressel. I've been and, worried about all and, and, and Joseph. Yeah, on a platter. Yeah, that, yeah. Hey, that second one's laid out there for him. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, just summarize uh, the goals real quick. In the tenth minute, Miguel Almiron scored a goal. He was assisted from Gressel. It was a purely classic uh, cross. Oh yeah. Uh, curve, but a kind of a curving ball on the ground. It actually went past Joseph all the way yeah, to the far did. post to Miggy. Um, and uh, he slotted away, took his time, was patient. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I was impressed with that, uh, didn't rush it. And the 18th minute, Miguel Almiron again. This was interesting because Tito made a play. He, uh, right, he did. He tackled, right? right. And then and then uh, Rometty was there to recover and yep. pass it to Joseph, and then Joseph slotted it to Miggy. Yeah, Joseph with the no-look pass. Man, he stared uh, down right. that keeper, too. <laughs> he did. He stared him down. Staring him down as he slotted it to the left over to Miggy for a tap-in and a fusion celebration. Absolutely. Uh, which uh, Kelly has said that uh, she keeps seeing people now in European Everyone leagues doing in it European now. Leagues, all over. Actually, uh, the Bundesliga, the, the Premier League. It was Serie at first. Actually, they also, their tips touched. Yeah, their tips touched. Their tips yeah. touched. I always yeah. enjoy it when the tips touch. Uh, nobody can see this, but it's I, a fingertips. This is not such yeah. a wonderful conversation we're having. But I'm basically <laughs> saying that that the, the first they time dog. that I've ever seen this happen, the, f- the fusion celebration, right, yeah. was only with uh, Mickey and Joseph. Well, number one, you have they, to be a Dragon Ball Z fan. And there are, Correct. I can't Definitely. believe there are that many there uh, drag, uh, there anime nerds not. and cartoon nerds what is, what is happening? that is would it, know that. Yeah that whole celebration. They Joseph don't. didn't know it. He just said he did it because Miggy showed him how to do it. Yeah. Correct. And so now all of a sudden everybody else knows Dragon Ball Z. Forget about it. They're, this is catching no. when the internet, it's becoming a thing. Yeah, Goku yeah. and Trunks. I mean, Pe- the Goten and Trunks. People see the celebration. They're like, oh, it's a connection between two players. Then we should celebrate it. So that's how they're like spreading that like wildfire. But it's not the... It, you, you can't steal a... 
a signature celebration from two people. Why not? And because celebrations uh, get stolen all the time. That's why it's great. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, I wasn't, think, it wasn't stolen, I'm the though. opposite. I like the fact that it's propagating. I, mean, I don't. And Kelly's jealous. Uh, uh, I'm because not she, jealous. I'm just like, saying it shouldn't be how done. How dare you? Among <laughs> how dare you do the fusion? <laughs> There's this only one ours. fusion that's at Atlanta United. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's catchy. It's I here, guess. and it will stay here. I think it's amazing because it shows people are paying attention to Atlanta United, exactly, is what I'm saying. Exactly. So be green. Be green. Especially in the Bundesliga. Like you're telling me to be green? <laughs> be green. 37th minute, green jealousy. The color of jealousy. 37th minute, Tito Vajalba. Uh, it, looked, it looked like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like uh, Rometty actually launched a ball through like four or five yes, different yeah. Colorado <laughs> exactly what happened. Down the field to the right to Gressel, who then uh, had one of his... All, all the, almost all the way to the touchline crosses, oh, yeah. where yes. he just whips it across the face of the goal. Like the ball yeah. touches and, and he it, just pushes it right it back It gets in. to the far yeah. post, it passes in front of Howard, between the defender and the goalkeeper, can't get to it, uh, yep. to Miggy, who, who puts it in. Um, I mean, what a performance by Julian yeah. Russell in good. this match. Like, like, uh, I said, like I said earlier, work rate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was, there was a lot more freedom in that 3-5-2 against this team with lacking in weapons. I thought where Nagby was there sort of to yeah. cover for Larry and save Larry's bacon a yeah. couple times when yeah, he got he burned. Very yeah. much. Larry was getting killed. Um, <laughs> By the way, it's such an interesting it's it's an interesting position to put Larry in instead of Escobar into the into that. Well, I think Escobar's we don't know if Escobar's fit. You know, you did travel, but we don't know yeah. if he's starting level fitness. Which by the way And uh, Larry has played there in the okay. past, um, yeah. in the three back system. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think you know that, but that's the job of you know Rometty or Nagby or Gressel, or even Tito sometimes to to cover that uh, space when Larry um, you know is and typically Larry's buying the time necessary yeah. where he could get the cover. But there were some times where I was like, oh man, like yeah. Larry's technically sound te uh, technically sounds. Sorry, I can't talk. Uh, that's all right. But his speed. He yeah, he's not, and he's he's got that, himself out of position defender. at one point where he got Which himself is, bat on the back foot. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. crazy to think about how 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 we we in normal terms we would consider Larry old, but his speed is, has increased and his positional awareness has increased. And yeah. like it's every it's like looking at him before he was with Atlanta United and looking at him as he's now with Atlanta United, yeah. we're like this is a completely different player. Yeah, also, well he he I think uh, as, as Larry talked about in his article uh, with the Athletic, he said. Um, in an interview, he said, you know, listen, uh, one of the first teams I played with, we played in a 4-3-2-1, uh, you know, 4-2-3-1, sorry. And, and so he was familiar with that system, but he wasn't used in that capacity for a long time, yeah. for most of his career. Uh, so I think, you know, a lot of it, I think, is the way that he's positioned. But that's when he's playing defensive midfielder, yeah. where we see some weaknesses when he's playing as a center back, especially if he's playing against guys who are going to be wingbacks running yeah. up or cutting in, or something like Acosta cutting inside and, and there's speed there. It could be, you know, that could be a risk. Yeah. But that's the way we play. And luckily, we played against a team that defensively was weak. Yeah, so, so when they did come and press us, mm. uh, you know, we had Nagby there to cover if Larry had a problem. And then we were exposing them so much yeah. that as the game went on, it became less of an issue because they stopped pressing as yeah, much. Larry, they just were so defeated. Larry was caught on an island, though, for, yeah. for, for a couple for times. For many yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. many, like, many times. He had to, like, really sprint to catch back up. I was like, give him some help. <laughs> exactly. So on the 50, 52nd minute, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but uh, 52nd minute, Tito crosses a dangerous ball to uh, – Goose. 
Goose, who fails to collect. Ball bounces to. I'm sorry. It was a. Uh, uh, um, it was Howard. not Goose. I was Howard. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was like reading this. Like, this is incorrect. Never read my notes. I'm literally. just reading his notes, uh, and I'm like trying to be a badass. So like, basically, yeah, okay, no, let's, let's talk about this because this is this is obviously yeah. contra- controversial, in my opinion, between many people because what was basically deemed a non-goal. We yeah. all apparently looked at every that should have been a freaking yeah. everybody knows it was a goal. Right here. It so was it was a foul net. against LGP then? It was a foul against yeah. So LGP against Howard. That's I don't what, understand how that's a possibility. I guess you can't step it's over the not, goalkeeper. It didn't happen. Can't step over the goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Howard was on the ground. <laughs> was there correct. any contact? Did y'all see any? No, contact? there was no contact. No. There was no, no. contact. There was none. Ha- Howard was on the ground. He bobbled the ball. It went over him and bounced off his butt. And LGP stepped over Howard to get to the ball and then beat the defender. Uh, to get the put the ball in the back of the net, yeah. and uh, I think it was a fair goal. The ref and yes, Kelly, ref the ball called was a in the foul the on the on the on Howard. <laughs> I so didn't see it, so it didn't yeah, he said LGP. I guess fouled Howard, and because it's not a goal, he didn't let it play on. Yeah. He should have let it play on and let yep. VAR Correct. handle it. Yep. But instead of doing that, he called it, which means VAR couldn't review it because it wasn't a Very clear true. and obvious red card Correct. or or you know something like that. So. That ruined uh, some score predictions. But <laughs> they're, they're, well, okay. guess, well, because I guess VAR is supposed to like help with on-field decisions. VAR, I guess, is supposed to help VAR with like, not clear and to obvious decisions. It can yeah. also be very detrimental as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Let's also talk about VAR. Because it came I don't in. want VAR doing those things, by the way. I don't want it to no. intervene no. on every foul. So. I agree with you. But there was one specific foul that we all noticed that VAR was actually called for that was not appropriately... Once it went back to VAR, should have been a red card, and alas, he never called it a red card. Yes, so let's, let's discuss this first. So my, that is bullshit. My least favorite player, uh, Gashi. Uh, <laughs> you laugh at me, sir. Who, yeah, I'm sorry, Gashi, but just shave it all off, bro. Like that beard only goes with the bald. So you gotta <laughs> get fix the guy it. a break, man. He just got done turning butter right uh, before the match. My so gosh, <laughs> dude, Amish, Je- uh, Jebediah, Gashi. Yeah. And so already not my favorite guy. Uh, g- loses the ball, right? Yep. And then trying to track it back, Joseph gets the ball first. Gashi goes and studs up. Okay, studs at least one stud. His on left his foot leg. up on his right into his shin. Uh, Clear and obvious red to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Enough for VAR to say it's uh, clear and clear obvious. Clear and obvious, correct. And, and have him review it. And the referee still did not give the red card in the 94th minute. Uh, so it's I still think ultimately up to the referee. Right? Yeah, the referee was uh, not great in this match. Maybe he was feeling bad for him. Yeah. No fans in the crowd. And it VAR is, it was actually on point. When VAR was used, it was used correctly. So... Uh, at least uh, I consider it a very fair match. Yeah, <laughs> in our favor this in time. In our yes. favor, I consider it fair. goal differential matters, guys. No, yes. I consider give us all the goals. Yes, all the I goals. consider it fair until that particular play. I agree. Yeah. Which we all agree should have been a red card. But whether or not his he, may, he might be no, from no, Colorado. No. Whether it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Like honestly, if a ref looks at that and like deems that like being like, oh, that's a red card, but we only have two minutes left to play this match. Right. It should still be a red card. I feel like this. It doesn't well, really matter how long you have to play the match. Had that been the opposite be situation, card. it would well, have been a red card Well, for Jay us. had a good point. VAR. Disco's going to come back and look at, and look at yeah. that and be like, that was a red card. And he's going to get fined and been. he's going to get suspended no. because that's a red card. Yeah. Hey, Kelly, was it a red card? 
Yes. It was a red card. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. No, Zach. Just just making sure. Uh, (laughs) Anything about else about the game uh, that impressed you or that you were concerned about? Um, I hope not many concerns. No, there wasn't really a match like this where it was. I said before the game we needed one of those matches. People kind of make fun of me for the five nil, and I said no. It's time for a blowout. This is the this is the uh, second worst last team in, in the MLS. We should be able to destroy them wherever they are. I don't yep. care, like Acosta, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This team is terrible. Let's kill them. Let's put in a solid performance. Play like we know we can. Yeah. And get, I said 5-0. Clean sheet. We got a clean sheet. Well, the best part was that I didn't really feel threatened the whole like the whole match yeah. from Colorado. They didn't really threaten. Outside of the Acosta zero set piece in the first half, that was the only time I was worried. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that, that, that uh, of close free yeah, kick. Yeah, that was the only the time I was concerned. Yeah. yeah. I was not really threatened by them at all, like besides that Acosta like, free kick. I'm but just glad to see Almiron scoring again. And we didn't play down. Right? Yeah. He had a brace, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we didn't play down to them either. That's also really good. Do you think Martinez is holding back? No, I don't know. No, I, don't I, think don't. So. I think each of the times where he was involved in the play, uh, someone else had the clear shot. Yeah. True. Uh, and he, he's yeah. starting to recognize that more now than Even now when ever. he laid yeah. off the Almiron, he was unselfish. Yeah. Though, so. and, 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 yeah. I, believe I mean, hell, he's already I got the record. Once he got, yeah, and especially now that he has a record, I, I believe, I believe when he says that it, he's not thinking about goals, he's thinking about how to get the team to win. So, yeah. correct. Um, that partnership paramount uh, and on display, yeah. uh, this time, uh, especially with Gressel. Um, in the mix, yeah. and we saw Barco come on uh, around the 69th minute for Tito, yep, and uh, Mr. Steel, which I thought was correct. I mean, Gressel was playing great, so I, I feel leave him on. Leave uh, him on, absolutely. N- Nagby actually played longer than I expected. Uh, I was happy the way he played though. 77 minutes. He was great. Yeah, he almost gave up. Like, it was kind of questionable, was, like tackling the box. Honestly, but. though, <laughs> though, if I'm thinking about it, though, I was surprised that we didn't take him off earlier, and so. In my opinion, we should have taken Nagby off, put Escobar in, put Escobar into the back line, right? Move Larry back up to where he normally is with Rometty, and then play like that. But as we were winning in that formation, why make those changes? The only time I would think we would want to mess with the defense is in that situation when we're up is to give someone a rest. So maybe take Larry out and put like an Escobar in or something like that, like a one-for-one. Not move around the whole formation. Because Larry was beat most of the night. Do you think going forward, Larry might be on the bench coming into like maybe like a sub? Well, that's what we talked fans. a little bit about before the game, seeing Nagby start yeah. and right. play with Remedy like yeah. right off the bat. Because yeah. every everything test, we said honestly. and everything we thought when Kelly and I talked about this is that Nagby made made it made take a long time to see him get a start again. Yeah. yeah. Because how well the Larry and uh, Remedy uh, partnership working. is working. And I'm seeing here a tweet put in front of me, the Saturnist humanity is group effort. I was worried about Nagby not dribbling the ball with his usual confidence. He seems focused on quick passing, if available, slowed his pace from recovery, question mark. I have no idea. All I know (laughs) is that Nagby looked confident. He looked good. And is this now uh, something where Tata now feels comfortable resting as we have Escobar returning? Yeah. Right? We have Robinson, like, saying, okay. I could rest a Larry, yep. and yeah. we'll be fine. Because I, I, honestly, I don't, I don't yeah. mind seeing Robinson play. Yeah, playing more because he if, and he probably would be the most realistic sub for Larry in this situation as a true center back. I'm honestly surprised it didn't uh, happen. Yeah, no. uh, interesting. Uh, nonetheless, of course, Carlton is cut, uh, sort of five minute yep. or, or eight and yes. nine minute yep. uh, uh, showing uh, came in Correct. for Miggy. Mm. 
Um, didn't really see much. Uh, couldn't really say because at that point the yeah. game had slowed down quite yeah. a bit. You know, yeah, good old definitely. Carlton. He's from down the road, believe it or not. Powder Springs, Georgia. Yeah, he yeah. Is. yeah. Down the you road. You know, you know what's impressive to me? I mean, uh, amongst things like Carlton and Bellow, things like that, well, local it's boys. the fact that we are getting into this the home stretch. Right, mm-hmm. we're getting into the last few games that we've played. Uh, that will obviously give us our buy or not. It will give us our shield or not, right? And it will set us up for the MLS playoffs. You've got to think about it this way. We have a team where we are set enough to sit Laurentwitz. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it is. We're a team that's confident enough to sit Barco. Yeah. On a starting 11. Mm. That is insane. It's yep. because our starters are phenomenal. And on okay. top of that, our, our subs are even the key word, good. The keyword is depth. We have amazing. keyword is depth. We have depth. And, and healthiness. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never worried about them putting in subs. Yep. No. Never. Not besides, only, besides I get right excited when I see subs. Exactly. And not only that, is you're going to see you're gonna see Garza coming back, yep. which is another depth on the left wing, right? That's yeah, what we, we need. That need desperately. Very you guys. <laughs> yeah. What 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 is gonna make me so excited about coming into the final stretch of this this run is that the fact that we've got players who have been out for such a long period of time and we've had to adjust accordingly that we now get back. So we not only get a good starting eleven, but we get the option to have a great starting oh, eleven. Oh yeah. yeah, and then you got and you got. players and and teams have gone against us with a mediocre team, mm-hmm. and we get to come back into the Probably playoffs, does. into the run to the playoffs. Yeah. With a fantastic team. It's going to be very interesting to see, because we did have a bye, and then we had a couple games, and then we had another bye, we've had right. a lot of rest, actually, and a lot right. of time for fitness. So when people are saying, yeah, it's this quick turnaround, um, uh, I believe that I read, I think it was Joe Patrick said that uh, they're flying straight to San Jose, and then they're actually doing one of their four charters that they get yeah. to charter back to Atlanta for RSL. Right. right. Um, I'm not as concerned after watching this game and seeing Nagby playing yeah. 77 minutes yeah. and Escobar on the bench. Right. I'm not so concerned anymore about no. this week of a few games Man, because you be. in the past this would have killed us with the oh, yeah. with our lack of depth last season and the run of games close together. This this started to wear and tear on yeah. us. Our guys have had plenty of time for rest and yep. fitness at this point, and now we've got some extra depth. We can rest some players yep. on Wednesday against San Jose. Yep. What I what exactly. I think yeah. what I think is so incredible to me is the fact that most of our starters are are fantastic, right? But when we look at our backup, we look at the people that we can sub on. And they're made major. They're capable. They're, they're capable. They're very capable. They are in most teams starters. So we have subs. Don't make this face, Jay. You're making a face. I'm basically saying that we have a first team that's exceptionable. <laughs> Jack exceptionable. Thank you. Jack we have a we have a first team that's exceptionable. Exceptionable. <laughs> I get team. it. Charl- I get it. Charl- we have Charl- a great starting eleven, subs. and now we have the potential to to further uh, strengthen that starting Char- eleven. Try one more game. Well, I was waiting for you to say something different. Like I was. <laughs> but like, yes, I agree with you. I agree. So sorry. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm being shut out for my point. What was your point? Continue, the sorry. The fact that our subs could be starters. 
on okay. almost okay. every First of all, we could, we, know, we could have that point. We could have played ourselves that point. the entire game against Colorado, Colorado and still won. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> we could have. It was an easy game. Probably so. And you did say that, so I don't say that I didn't. I stopped at your point because no, you said that earlier. I'm not saying you stopped on my point. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> we appreciate your point. I stopped on my own point, so I just want to finish my own point that yeah. I was making. Y'all should just fight. <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna I take a. Not, I could never fight him. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. That's not true. She wins all the time. No, we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> That's and then we'll true. come back and we'll uh, talk about yo where we at. Right on, sweet. I got a million ways to get it. Choose one. Choose one. Hey, bring it back, bring it back. Now double your money and make a stack. I'm on to the next one. On to the next. I'm on to the next one. On to the next. I'm on to the next one. On to the next. I'm on to the next one. On to the next. Hold up. Somebody bring me back some money, please. On that new shit, niggas like how come? Niggas want my old shit, buy my old album. Niggas stuck on stupid, I gotta keep it moving. Niggas make the same shit, me I make the blueprint. Came in the range, hopped out the Lexus. Every year since, I've been on that next shit. Traded in a gold for the platinum Rolex. Now a nigga wrist match the status of my records. Used to rock a throwback, ballin' on the corner. Now I rock a telesuit, looking like a owner. No, I'm not a Jonas, brother, I'm a grown-up. No, I'm not a virgin. I use my cojones. I move on with the only direction. Can't be scared to fail. Yo! Where are we at? Let bro? me tell you, brother. That was brother. Nice. <laughs> Look here, brother. Uh, oh, no. There's one time where I got so drunk one night, I literally talked in this voice. The whole he knows he can he can point. <laughs> I'm, he can, so he can sorry. This. I'm so sorry for everyone around. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that, is that brother. Not Look here, brother. Uh, your mother's really hot. Uh. <laughs> wow. We actually discussed this earlier. So his uh, Chris's mom's name is Stacy. Stacy's oh, mom. God. Why are we talking about mom? Because I, I actually know. started seeing. Well, hang on. No, no. St- it, his, his mom's name is Stacy. But, it, but it's Stacy's mom. So what is Stacy's mom's name? Correct. What is Stacy's mom's name? I don't know. Stacy? Jeannie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, so I, I got singing. something about your mom. Your mom's very nice lady. Oh, wow. Way. Okay. Anyway. She is. She's like 60 something. It's okay. It's okay. Thanks um, for bringing us in, Kelly. Thank yep. you. You're uh, very welcome. <laughs> hey, hey, Jay. Yo, where are we at, bro? We're back at number one, guys. Back where we belong. Uh, it's so good right. to see Wait, that. Can you say Screw GD? you, we are now, New York Red Bulls. We are now, Fuck you. E- now equal on matches played with the New York Red Bulls. We sit uh, with 17 wins. They Two have 17 ahead. wins. So Two we're tied ahead. on wins. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Two points ahead, baby. All I gotta that's, say that's is tomorrow. Yep, now, seven. Add, add on Wednesday. Add, yeah. dear, add to it. Dear Yamil Assad and Wayne Rooney. Fuck you. Let's have it. No. No, no, no not. No, no, what no, the no, hell no, is no. wrong with you, Chris? Wayne Rooney? Just, just, no. Chris, you said fuck you, Assad. Thank you. No, don't sorry, ever no, say no. fuck you, Assad, by the way. Fuck you, Chris. It doesn't matter who he plays for. Don't ever say fuck you, Assad. Why was Unless it's Orlando. Why are we so angry? I don't know. Because you use the same people in the. Thank you. Dear Yamil Assad and dear Wayne Rooney, we need you to please score at least one or three points tomorrow. Thank you. Hopefully. Very, so I'm gonna ask a question. Good. Who are they playing? We will New talk York. about New that. New York Red Bull. Oh, sh- yeah. We're gonna we're gonna cover all that. Uh, so the current rank in the supporters shield number one, uh, Us. fifty-seven points. We are at guys. We are at two point zero four points per game, which is insane. That's yes. insane, guys. With six matches left in the season, absolutely crazy. I Way love ahead it. of the pack. The closest after the uh, Red Bulls is uh, New York City. Uh, with 49 points, FC Dallas 49 points, Sporting KC now with 48 points. 
Holy cow, guys. Uh, this is a two-horse race, cow. baby. Uh, if we look at uh, the actual CCL 2019 race. Correct. For total points between uh, last season and this season, Atlanta United is now in 113 points with six matches remaining. Yep. And that is almost... Almost, what are almost we, double. Yeah, that's it's it's seven. No, it's seven. One. It's seven points. What's it's our seven pay, points. What's our pace from uh, Toronto last year? Uh, I don't know. We're, I no we're uh, so basically we're we're set to sixty nine points was the the record. Yeah, that's right. We're on year. we're on uh, pace to hit get seventy five five points. Oh. Correct. So we're gonna beat the record. Max points. We're gonna beat the record. We are seven points ahead in the CCL race now because NYCFC has fallen away. Correct. Uh, it, it'd be Red Bulls. My, Red Bulls only a point behind NYCFC now in the race. So oh shit, that, I just that's, saw that. Yeah, that's interesting. If uh, if it turns out that Red Bulls actually uh, make a run at CCL. So um, right now we're with the CCL. We're at one hundred and thirteen points, yeah. and NYCFC is at one hundred and six points. Correct. All right, and it is a two-horse race. New York Red Bulls play. What's Atlanta? No, 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 no. Where are you looking at? Where are you looking at? I'm using your notes. No, he's now, he's Kelly. correct. Like there is. A, I, I'm okay. looking at the screen. It's, I'm saying it's a two-horse race between New York oh, Red Bull and Atlanta. Us. Correct. Ah. So the New York Red Bulls play DC. Tomorrow at 1 p.m. So you got ahead of yourself. This is what we were talking I about. I did, correct. Okay. So in NYRB right now is technically, before we played this match, they were up a point. So right. now we had a game we're in up hand. two yeah. points, correct. Yeah. So if they win tomorrow, they can still be up a point from us. Yeah. But what I'm saying is their next opponent is D.C. United, yeah. and it's going to be at Audi Field tomorrow at yeah. 1 p.m. So we should all be watching at 1 p.m. tomorrow to root on D.C. United and our boy Yamil like, Assad I will not, and Wayne Rooney. I will not cheer on D.C. United, but I will cheer for Assad. I'll do that. <laughs> I, I honestly will. We don't play D.C. United anymore, so I don't give a shit. No. Have so, you guys noticed the trend with D.C. United? 3-1. It's always been 3-1. Last year we lost them again 3-1. 3-1. Three, three times. Three times. We beat them twice 3-1. Mm-hmm. And then they and beat us 3-1. Three, one. Yeah. So and I'm Vancouver. Fine. That's I'm a better sorry. rivalry than fucking Toronto has also been 2-2 ties. Yeah. Yes, it has. Why? I need someone to explain this. Juju okay, so here's my question. Um, and I can't remember, and you probably will all look at me like I'm crazy. I already look at you crazy. <laughs> Don't we already? Thank you. <laughs> New York Red Bulls. Hasn't... Has, have we always tied with them? Or no, they have beat we us. Always? They, no. They beat us they every time. <laughs> demon. They are demons. They're demons. They know how to press. They know how to press us. This this year, though, we have tied with them. Correct? Nope. They beat us. Really? We played them and they fucking spanked us. Like apparently, my memory has completely wiped out. I mean, scoreline wasn't big, but it felt like they were all over. They they pressed the hell out of us last time. Yeah. No. New York Red Bulls is. uh, We like to press people, but the bane of our existence. They are. They are. uh, You know what's so funny that that it's called the bane of our existence because I immediately think of uh, Batman and Bane. It's like yeah. the bane of our existence. That's great, you know Kelly. We're just bored of the <laughs> Thank you. So, up next, uh, as we talked about uh, before the break, uh, San Jose on Wednesday at uh, late game, kickoff at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, after that, finally, finally, a home match on Saturday at 7 p.m. against RSL. And then uh, we go on the uh, road to Red Bull Arena. Who, uh, who plays for RSL? What's that? Who, uh, I, I actually can't name. I, I can't, oh, Wando. Wando. Wando plays for No, Arsenal. that's San Jose. San Jose. Oh, I, can, I cannot okay, name a player. I, can't name, I can't name anybody. We're not doing I, trivia right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can, tri- we can do trivia with Kelly. It's going to be the most hilarious next five minutes. You know what? Uh, let's do some trivia. No. <laughs> Fabiano's, <laughs> Fabiano's every, every, every Friday, Saturday night, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I make great points no matter if I am intoxicated or not. Thank you yeah. very much. Uh, some important matches to keep an eye on. Um, we talked about one of them, but uh, as of this recording, uh, in an, uh, about an hour or so, hour and a half, uh, FC Dallas will play Columbus. Yes. Uh, LAFC at 10.30 p.m. will play New England. So as a time, by the time you listen to this, those games will be over, and those results will affect the Supporter Shield race uh, as well. And then uh, also tonight, uh, Sporting KC is Versus at San, San Jose. Jose. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and then as Kelly alluded to, the D.C. United at New York yes. Bulls game, which is the key one to keep an eye Tomorrow. on. And Correct. NYCFC is on a bye as they only have five matches left to play. Correct. Uh, Honestly, the yeah. game to be watching that I feel like that's most important is the D.C. United game. It, it, is, it is against Red Bulls. We need D.C. to win. we need Red win. Bulls to lose. We need Yamil to come back and 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 just start serving. So what does that mean? What does that mean if 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 DC beats Red Bulls? I mean that means that Red Bulls will stay in the number of points that they have, which is two below us. Correct. And that it's harder for them to gain points against us. So honestly, what we want is for them to lose. So what we're doing right now, listeners, is describing how math and sports works. (laughs) I like and how to count points. No, I get that point, but just from, a, just also, from a, an all over like a, a this team is a that Douglas, this was is a Douglas County education. DC United is n- is trying to get into the playoffs, Correct. so it's not this, like they're going to interrupt but our a team flow that by came doing from, that. From like what second to last is at what they're at now. Yeah, well, they that's, have a lot of games that's, in that's hand. What, that's what I'm saying. And they beat the Red Bulls. That's okay. That's let's extraordinary. Look, but okay, it would be. Oh, yeah, on, it'd be a great storyline. It would be great. It would be great. Let's also look at this this way. All right, right. So we the, need the, Rebels the to drop points. Hold on. Why are we talking about fucking DC and New York still for fucking ten minutes? Oh shit! We, we are. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's let's get off that subject. Fuck yeah. both teams. May DC win. Yeah, that's, then, a, that's all like, needs to be said. That's all needs to be said. None of this counting bullshit. I had other options. I had other things, but it's, yes, I would agree with. Go ahead, Kelly. No, I'm just saying. No, go ahead. You can't say that and say you had other points and then not. Go ahead. Your words don't matter. Continue your points. A team that came from the bottom. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. I didn't mean and about now we're here. I, yeah. I didn't mean about the point thing. I understand the point thing. It's the fact that it's they, a team that, that came they from the bottom. Rose and moved up the way All right, they no, did. Lo- now look at me, Zach. Look at me. I'm looking at you. They <laughs> acquired Yamil Assad. Well, they had they had him. Okay, now look at me and again. Look at me. Look at me again. Yes, they added Wayne Rooney, which made the system work. Did it not? Look at me. It made the system work. Correct. I I agree. There you go. What you needed with DC United was a pinpoint person to make the system work, and they didn't have that until they had Wayne Rooney. I like how you let it go. And they had win Rooney, and now the system works. But we so also DC went United, to the DC United honestly, game thinking that we're going to win, too. And I'm correct. pretty sure the and Red Bulls are going to have the same mindset. Which is and fine. we're still and talking about lose, DC Red Bulls. If they lose, <laughs> Let's I'm get fine off the it. subject, guys. I'm sorry. Back to our team. Back United. to Atlanta United. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, No, it, it shouldn't. I mean, I love our team. I absolutely love our team. But we need to be able to talk about things like this because it's important. These are real Because the, the New York Red Bulls are our one contention to not getting the supporter shield and to also being afraid of the MLS Cup. So we need to look at this as not us talking about other teams, but us talking about our possible one team that we have to fucking beat for the MLS Cup. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Not from a point value, but just from a playoff standpoint. All right. I've I've lost my spiel now. I'm done. I just want the number one seed. That's all All I want. Let's bring some (laughs) logic back into this. Okay. All right. Uh, Why don't we talk about uh, the Tata teasing that's been going on, guys. In an interview with Uh. the Colombian radio station, uh, Caracol Radio, uh, Tata said, I am flattered that I am being considered for the 
Columbia national team job. I am very happy and calm with Atlanta United, but I have a contract right now. But after it expires, I will look at the situation. I have not been contacted by anyone at the Colombian FA. I have to have a discussion with the brass here at Atlanta United. I have a date of October 1st to define the future of the team and mine as well. And in the end, uh, there were a bunch of other rumors that came out. We heard that Mexico was interested, uh, that the Argent- you know, Argentinian FA. Uh, and Colombia. You know, so three, three different national teams in, in play. At the end of the day, and I know there are some that have hashed this over and spent hours on it. I think this is very simple, guys. And you can let me know how you feel. Is that in follow-up interviews... He responded basically saying, listen, I don't have an agent. So if I was talking to these people, I would know. And, you know, I'll make a decision October 1st. And really the only thing that's of interest is what Kelly had pointed out to me before the show, which is that, you know, there's a mutual contract option, which is unusual for managers. Correct. And all that really means is that he could just fire it off and say, good, extend it. Or he could be using this as an opportunity to get some leverage get some more money. if he wants to actually yeah. do what's more traditional, which is say, no, I want a new contract and I want some additional stipulations. Correct. That's all this looks to me. I don't think he's going anywhere. No, I don't think he is. What would, what would determine the stipulations, though? No, I think I don't, I don't know. I mean, let's, I let's more say, money. Let, let's, let's say the mutual say, option could have an ec- only up to X number of dollars. I'll, he may want a bigger salary. I mean, I don't know. Pay, pay the man. Let's say we win a cup. Do you think he'd get paid? more but yes, the, I would. but the thing is do you think he would stay longer if yes, he, I would if he holds what? out and doesn't renew his contract October 1st the only thing I could think of is that yeah maybe he's not banking on the trophies so much yeah. as really this idea that he could leave and well, he go came somewhere out, he came else. Out and said that's that scarier than that's more fear is bigger leverage than yeah. victory. Well, also because like, you know he, what he mean? put like, a date on like, it too right like getting a trophy so October 1st? getting a trophy doesn't automatically get you a huge pay increase Someone, a team afraid and they need you and they're afraid you're going to leave, that could get you paying increase. No. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, I know a lot of people did some ups and downs as this information leaked out over the yeah. course of a day. You saw people freaking out and all this stuff. And, you know, you see these articles come out and, you know, trying to get clicks out of it and say, well, who will replace him? Will David Moyes replace him? Let's not say no. that name, please. Uh, Don't do say not that want name. To hear that name will again. Caleb Porter come in? The Nagby no. connection? And the only interesting thing I saw come out of this in terms of the coaching race or the manager race that who could potentially replace him is, and this was quite relevant because it's uh, Guillermo Barros Shiloto. And I don't, I, I maybe it's maybe a Scalotto. My but, Sharona? Yeah. <laughs> and this guy is the current manager of Boca Juniors, an ex uh, Argentinian form, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, professional yeah, yeah. forward. Um, and. Which, ironically enough, if you want to get a scope of kind of what his team is about, what he's about, there's a documentary uh, series that came out this weekend in, on Netflix about Boca Juniors. Really? So you can actually go look and check this guy out right now you if you're really that interested. You got something to do tonight. So that was the only nugget that I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Another South American. That makes sense. That connection. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, does a team really want to replace Tata with a European coach with no South American ties? With no scouting network there, I think you need it though. And you know, and 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 just completely throw that out the window, or is it something where Atlanta United Tata will have raised the team, and the team has raised itself in terms of the spotlight? Yes. As as a as a sort of a place that European coaches now may think about yeah. going to, where you would say, well, if it's a big enough European name, it won't matter if they're South American because Very it'll true. be attractive Very because true. they have connections in Europe and can help players get to Europe. Yep. So that way, so the other direction. Yeah. So, and you know, and then I guess Moyes would be one of those names. Whether you like his coaching <laughs> style or not, 
you know that yeah. he's plugged in yeah. in that respect. And, I mean, when he was originally with Everton uh, and, and the things he was doing even before he left, they played a fluid, attractive style of soccer. Yeah. I mean, it was not an attractive like, style uh, at all. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my spiel on it. Um, I would agree. Well, great. The, the, thing with, the thing with Tata, I feel like, is he's playing his cards right now. As any good manager would do, is, and knowing that he can get more money out of it, he's going to, to play the, the, the field. What I feel like happened with the Columbia interview is that most of the PR team for Atlanta United did not know that, that those were going to be the questions that were asked. What do you mean? It came, where did you get this information? Is this Instagram? We need some sources. You I'm better not, spit I'm me some sources. Sor- I'm not doing it. Soviet Union. Go ahead and Google that real I'm quick. I'm not doing it. But I'm saying that that the interview that was done uh, was obviously when you look when you listen to it, it sounded like Tata was in in a more relaxed position. He was not uh, worried about what he was going to say. Well, first, I've never heard the original audio, and it's in Spanish, so I wouldn't know how to tell <laughs> what you're saying. Because you don't. Second speak that. of all, I don't speak. It's that. not like he said anything unusual. He he all he he answered. He says no one's ta- talked to me. He didn't say anything controversial. All he said was that, oh, if the Colombian FA was interested, that would be interesting discussion to have after I've discussed with Atlanta United. And yeah. that interesting though, when you think about it, what? Because uh, a, a manager who knows that he's got his a contract to basically negotiate says, oh, Colombia, that's interesting. That's an interesting topic. Why don't we work that out, right? So as as a manager or as somebody of of interest, I'm looking at this as like somebody of talent, right? If I know that other people are looking at me being like, oh, they're an interesting person that I would like to pull onto my project, I'm looking at the person that's employed me being like, isn't that interesting? Correct that's me if I'm wrong. Wasn't, wasn't, but, but, but all he did was answer the question. I mean, what's he supposed to say? No comment, no comment, no comment. I no, mean, what's the point of the interview? It, he answered it appropriately, what I, is, oh, okay. which is that's, what I'm saying. Oh, okay. He did it appropriately. I'm not saying anything he did was inappropriate. I'm saying he, he, he played the cards Exactly the way they need to play. He's being smart right now. Yes. He's a very he's a smart man. But he answers also, questions. Uh, he thinks about what his answers are. Also, he, I don't uh, think he's leaving, though. I think he likes There's speculation, place. though, about him wanting or potentially going to Argentina national team. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. But yeah. We, that we talked about, the, yeah. the Argentina F- FA, but what, the president what? of the FA is a good friend of his. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, he already coached Argentina at one point. Yeah, he already coached and Messi. it. And the FA is a mess right now. Yeah. So I don't think he's interested in going back there, especially at every time he talked in an interview yeah, the past two years he that, he's, that he likes the calmness yeah. of Atlanta United. I would, I would he doesn't want to go back that. and get you I mean, know, I feel like he, he can, he can, he can, he can sail here. He may not even have a Lionel Messi. Yeah. And that, I think, in, in a weird roundabout way that I'm thinking about, is that he wants to coach Messi one last time, potentially. No. But that's, I, that's a, that's that's a long, that's a long shot. Think, that's a I think that's wrong. Shot. I think that he's not interested in it's a, one a specific kind of player. Situation. I think he's interested in having full control of a situation where he thinks he can be successful. And I think out of well, anything, right here. the Colombian position, the Colombian team has been set up in such a way, it's been so successful by his previous coach, the name has just eluded me, yeah. that, that that's a program he could plug into. Yeah. And it would, he would be set up for success immediately, oh, yeah. and he could run that. He could be there for two. You know, and he, have, he has amazing players. At, yeah, at and he's too. and he's got uh, cool. you know up to he's got almost four years until yeah. the World Cup to work. Rodriguez, James, James Rodriguez. Yeah. Being brought exactly. in late, Rodriguez. There's another point. Yeah, World Cup. Yep. Uh, Potentially. I, mean, I, I honestly don't. Well, what about it? Because the Colombian that's what the Colombian the Colombians have made the World Cup now because yeah. that's true. So that's that's what he's shooting for. 
Uh, if but he's their gonna, coach this was t- uh, unhired. The coach was fired. And uh, and then you have Mexico now sniffing yeah. around, right? Yeah, there's a yeah Mexico sniffing around. But also Mexico, I think, was sniffing around the Boca Juniors coach yep. as well. So, yeah. <laughs> so it, anyways, rumors, it, rumors, rumors. It's all here saying rumors. Yeah. Uh, some other tidbits, guys. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. The Channel two, uh, Channel Two News on ABC aired a 30-minute segment on uh, Wednesday or Thursday on Atlanta United called Five Stripe Fever. It covered yep. the tailgate, uh, Andrew Carlton interview, yep. um, soccer in the streets was a big part of it that. Like, it was yep. a huge interview. It was yeah. like 30 minutes of a segment, honestly. It was a 30-minute show. Andrew Carlton had like a two- or three-minute interview on there. Soccer in the Streets uh, was a big part of the segment, including yeah. uh, the Five Point Station as yeah. well as the new West End Station, which yes. is now open. Yeah, which Trevor's release has a, it's always so big, big part of I'll admit yeah. I have never been to. Well, it's, it just Beautiful. opened. Well, the Five Points or... Uh, both. I mean, oh both. yeah. Okay. Five I, points is great, but I work in city too. Yeah. Weston has the big. bigger fields yeah. uh, under the tracks, and uh, Kevin from Home Before Dark, uh, the architect, was there the day of. Yeah. A uh, bunch of people we know were there. Jessica, Austin Long, uh, some folks from Terminus, yeah. uh, Terminus Legion from yeah, the, Mob were there. Terminus, like, yeah. the main main chapter of Terminus Legion, they they deal yeah. only with uh, soccer and streets. Yeah, yeah. And then also there's some kind of black tie soccer event going on I that, heard uh, that yeah. Austin Long is heavily yeah. involved in for Terminus Legion as well. I just saw a video of him playing soccer. He actually can play. No, he can be on Techers. He gets very angry apparently too. There's yeah. uh, the Corporates Cup, which is on the 23rd. Uh, which people are raising I, money for right now. Yeah, so me and DeAndre and Blake and a bunch of other people will be playing in. Right on, right on. Mr. Uh, Annabelle from Latin. Latin Correct. Heat. Annabelle will be playing as well. So Mr. DeAndre, pizza. Mr. Yeah. Everywhere. So, uh, yep, I've donated some money to some of the teams. Uh, I like donating um, to Soccer in the Streets. I know where the money goes. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's not rocket science. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. then, and then I have tangible uh, results. Like, I go, could go and play on the fields that... You know, it's helping. I mean, it's, I'm granted, I'm not part of one of the programs. I'm not like a kid in school and going, yeah. and, like, saying, well, I paid for this. I'm going to go crash the coaching of six-year-olds in the middle of elementary school. But now that I think of it, it might be something I might do. But playing on the fields is definitely fun. Um, and if we start to look ahead, guys, against San Jose, uh, we just spanked Colorado 3-0. Could have been a lot more. Oh, yeah. They Should have been a lot more. Should have been a lot they more. Were second, way more. They were second to last place. San Jose's last place. Uh, this game might be 6-0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as of this... Uh, this rec- got Wando, right? <laughs> as of this recording, guys, uh, it'll be, have been over San Jose, as we talked about Correct. our hosting Sporting KZ. So that will be a chance uh, to... Hopefully you checked it out and uh, watched uh, what they're like and how they play. Um, right. They are one win, three losses, and two draws in their last five, <laughs> with the only win coming from a 4-3 shootout, just a weird game against right. FC Dallas on yeah. August 30th. Yeah. And honestly, hang on, if hang we- on. FC Dallas? Yeah. They went into okay, a shootout, game, just a wide-open game. Exactly. Oh, wow. It was very similar to like what we did. We were back, back and forth. Is yeah. FC Dallas number one in the West? Uh, they're close. They're very, very close. They are, I think. Yeah, they are. I believe they're that and then SKC are right it, there. It, it, it's what, that's what gets me, though, is that there's those surprise wins from like lower-level teams. Welcome to, to the MLS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. It, was a, it was a wonky game. It was. It, it was. really was. And that, so, but that's what, that's what if, if you lost San Jose, Jose to create chaos, that's yeah. what can happen. Because basically, San Jose's season is over, right? Yeah, it's and their, over. Their coach, uh, Mikael Start, I don't know. Start again? I don't know. Star. It's Whatever. the tequila <laughs> speaking. Uh, he basically seems yeah, to be out of guy. ideas. Yeah, no, he seems to be out of ideas, right? So they pretty much play in variations of the four four two. Yeah, I don't even know if he has a locker room anymore, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. if I, I don't know how this guy isn't fired by now, but they no. just they just recently fired their 
San Jose coach. I guess right. he's up an assistant coach. He just took over yeah. from Siggy Schmidt. He was the yeah. assistant coach at yeah. LA Galaxy. Yeah. So, <laughs> and at home, honestly, the San Jose is at two wins, six losses, and five draws. Yeah, two so. wins at home, guys, for the whole two wins season. At home. Okay, no yeah. excuses again. So that's why uh, they, have, they have scored 41 goals and they have 52 goals allowed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so they are tied for fourth most goals allowed with Toronto, Chicago, and Vancouver. Uh, the only ones above them are Minnesota and LA Galaxy have 54 goals allowed. God, and Toronto's Orlando, defense. And Orlando, 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 Orlando has 62. 62. And we know all about Orlando. Who? Orlando uh, at 62. Most who? goals allowed. Felipe, <laughs> Felipe Gardenas uh, of The Athletic tweeted out before this podcast or, or during the beginning of it uh, asking, um, you know, could you name four uh, Colorado Rapids players nope. without Googling? And I, I was able to just barely. But I, what I said, yeah. I had two. Yeah. I had two. Acosta so, and uh, Howard. And McBean, right? And McBean, yeah. That's all I had. Yeah. And Castillo, I knew Castillo. Oh, that's it. Mr. That's e, which are Mr. Yellow Card guy. You're so, so welcome. I knew none. So I, I said, well, the real challenge is actually San Jose. I didn't realize I had both things. <laughs> so the real challenge is San Jose. Other than Wando, can any of you guys name a, a San Jose player? Mm. Nope. Nope. Wando. Why should I? <laughs> Wando, Wando, Wando. Well, uh, their goalkeeper is Tarbell. Uh, wow. Really? Are you sure his name's not Target? They have their t- <laughs> their top goal scorer is Danny Hosen, which. Um, uh, Actually, I do know that name. Yeah, How many goals does he have this season? Which so is far? a name, once you hear it, you're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you have uh, Casa Chevelli, uh, uh, who's uh, right behind Danny in terms of goal scorer, nine goal scorer, four assists. And, and then Wanda Lowski. Yeah, the who often you know he starts sometimes, but for the most part he's brought on as more like a power sub. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they play him on Wednesday. And then Erickson right after him. That's yeah. interesting. Now Wanda is, uh, I think, the only character that could really cause us a lot of trouble in Correct. San Jose, in my opinion, I because think he he's good year. at set pieces. He, he, he scored a goal last year. He's I think. good on the counter attack if he if he can isolate one on one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like, so, this, but. Uh, you know, I just watched us play Colorado yeah. at home okay on a, with a three-back. Are you emotional? I'm getting very emotional. And, uh, Are you crying right now? Are you okay? We finally whoop some ass we're supposed to. Uh, finally, the outcome is supposed to happen. No, uh, but they got a little uh, air bubble there. What, re- what really stood out to me was the fact that even, and I said this during the match, even with Larry not playing at his best, yeah. if you don't have the weapons... And someone like Nagby's doing his job, Very and true. Rometty, and, and Gressel, uh, and even Tito defensively, that there's really no reason why we can't get these clean sheets. Because yeah. people right. joked about it. Every time I would predict a clean sheet the last several games, like against D.C. and all this stuff, people were like, Oh, dude, we'll never get a clean sheet on the road. What are you talking about? We it's, also it's very possible, but we've also not played a 12th, 13th place. Don't team we have in the, the best road, uh, the road victory record? Correct, right now? we do yeah, right we now. Do. Yeah, absolutely yeah. do. So, anyways, uh, that's a look ahead. I don't know what else to say about San Jose other than this is another must-win scenario, in my absolutely. opinion. Honestly, As in, it we should have no excuses. Is it bad that I forgot San Jose is a team? <laughs> look, it isn't. It isn't well, it did get moved oh, yeah. and then recreated. So. Yeah. It honestly doesn't matter how good the team is or who the team is that we're playing. It's a must-win scenario, it no is. matter what. We need the points. No matter what. And we're it safe. doesn't matter whether they are 12th, 11th, whatever the fuck they are. Yes. It does not matter. We need them. It's, well, it's a must-win. It, no, it's, it's a must-win. It's a must-win. Well, I'll copy that. Some weird shit happens. I used to say that. Now I say, well, it's MLS. Anything could happen. Like, Red Bulls could lose. And, you know, then is it really no. a must-win? Of course we want to win all of our games. It's a must-win. No. <laughs> 
You can but have it's a, not a must win. I don't care. No. Okay, no. hang on. I think every game is a must win. I don't let's care if the Red say, Bulls Let's say if the Red Bulls win and then they go ahead of us. I don't go to a game like I highly doubt that we're going to lose against San Jose. It's a it's a infeasible like it'd be infeasible to me how we don't win this game. That's what it is. I would I would I would seriously question. But you would say that against DC, would you not? I I no I no I never said it was infeasible. I said that we should beat them, but we but I always knew DC is a team that can beat you on any given day. We know that for a year. I'm not going to forget history all of a sudden against this team, but. This is a this is a squad that we should have no problems with. Yeah. There should be another Colorado game. I don't care that it's just a I'm few uh, wood. three or four days away. You can knock on all the wood you want. You can fucking go chop wood. You can bring in wood, <laughs> chop down trees, fucking ride pine, whatever you want to do. We don't need it. We have the talent to beat the San Jose team that's just in in, in free fall at the moment. Yeah, absolute free fall. There it is. So guys, uh, okay, we've got some. Okay, we got I, some. I agree. I agree. Okay, I agree. we got some soccer <laughs> coming up. Atlanta United two plays the Tampa Bay Rowdies tonight, as of the recording, uh, at seven thirty. Uh, that's followed by seven straight home matches at Cool Ray Field. So that's a lot yes. of chances wow. to get in some games, guys. Uh, some for Atlanta United two, and they have been more impressive as of late. Yeah. I've been liking what I've been seeing. Have it's you guys more gone? fun to watch them recently mm. than it has been? Uh, I would say for a good part I of have, the season. I've not actually been to a game yet. Oh, it's, you got It's come. actually really entertaining. It's so yeah. far away. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's far away, it but it's entertaining. <laughs> you do it with, but that's no excuse. Though. You do it with friends. You get together as a group. Yeah. You go. That's what makes it you fun. Go, you if go DeAndre go. can go, we can go. Yeah, I, I agree. If DeAndre can get us there, I think yeah. we'll be okay. Thanks, DeAndre. The corn dogs are also fantastic. Yeah, I like corn dogs. corn dogs. Keep your eye on the Home Before Dark uh, Twitter account, which is HB, the number four, letter D. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I'm sorry. Home. I'm sorry. H-O-M-E, the letter B, the number four, Dark. Home Correct. Before Dark. Correct. On Twitter, because we'll be tweeting out uh, information. Typically, if we're going to do a, a kickabout on a Wednesday night, at the uh, Five Point Which Soccer Station. Which we normally station. always do, and I'm always there for it. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet it out, or they'll, I'm sorry, Home Before Dark will tweet it out uh, with a meetup sign-up sheet yeah. on yeah, Tuesday. Exactly. But it's getting jam-packed because of all these tournaments Correct. and games coming up now. Correct. Uh, field space is becoming um, di- more difficult to and get. And I will, I will let anybody know that's wanting to do a pickup with us. It's apparently now becoming a $5 fee for anybody that wants to do a five, uh, oh, pickup. They are working out. It goes towards the kids' uh, it, the programs. Yeah. They're it's working out the process. Um because they've just had an overwhelming response of people just showing up last minute, and you know somebody paid, Correct. and then and then. Well, damn, Zach, we used to play a pickup game. Yeah, we got Fowler Field over here. Yeah. So uh, and you know it'll even get better as they expand uh, and add an eight, another eight or nine fields, yeah. or whatever. And they have the Weston right now that's also working up and running. So they have three. They have three fields that are running right now. What's the third one? West Weston is two. No West. Yeah, that's we have two total. We, no, no, no. Weston has two fields. Oh, two you fields. mean? Oh, two, oh, oh. I mean, I mean like location. Okay. So you're counting West End yeah. twice. Two fields. I'm yeah. talking about fields. Two fields. Okay. Yeah, two fields. All right. So we've got two fields at Weston and then one two field stations. at... Two stations. Yes. Right. No, it's it's two, two stations, stations three, three fields three fields in total. Yes. Right. Yeah. I don't know why you're getting so argumentative with me. I, I eat just eat those french fries. <laughs> You I'm eating this whole bowl of Don't mix <laughs> french fries <laughs> and tequila, ladies. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no iTunes reviews this time. We had a break, uh, international friendly break. Please leave us iTunes reviews. It helps uh, push us Please. up the standings, help people find us. Give us a five-star review. We will read it on the air. 
Uh, our next uh, recording, not sure when it'll take place. The San Jose game is way late, so we will not Super be recording late. live. Um, but we will try to get out of recording. And if we don't, we will definitely get, uh, it'll come out uh, probably the day after the RSL match maybe. Correct. Uh, we'll have another one. And uh, then our next uh, game watch party will be the New York Red Bulls. And I just got confirmation that's going to be at Johnny McCracken's in Marietta with, Marietta. The, Termin oh. with the Terminus Legion chapter there. Just got confirmation uh, an hour ago. So that'll be a lot of fun. Woo -woo. Be sure to join us. We'll go ahead and tweet out all the info. We'll tweet out our graphic uh, uh, review, uh, all that fun stuff. And, guys, we hope you enjoyed it. We're, we're going to thank our sponsor real quick. Yes, please. Yeah. So uh, Dave W. Photography, which is for images and our caption this shit photos, he's amazing. We love him. He gives us all the photos we could ever possibly ask for. So he's Dave Williamson. Uh, Dave has been a photographer for the Atlanta Silverbacks for the past three seasons, and as well as donating his time as a photographer for Soccer in the Streets, uh, Dave has done other things, like wonderful things. So you should check out his portfolio and hit him up for your photography needs. You can find him at DaveWilliamsonPhotography.com. And Mock the Agency, all the graphics and logos you see represented on social media are done by Don Mock. Uh, they are creative advertising, graphic design, and digital studio on 14th Street. Anyone needs... Oh, the train! woo Hell yeah. Anyone needs branding, packaging, graphic design, or website work, they are the shop for you. Creativity is their specialty, or yes. as Kelly would say, their speciality. Speciality. MockTheAgency.com. Yes, where can they find you, Jay? They can find me at J-A-Y underscore Riddle on the Twitters. Where can they find us? You can find Unrel ATL on all the social media. And on iTunes. That's right. And on all the social podcasters. Mm-hmm. Yep. All the things. And then you can find me at thekellyfrancis.com, and that's on all the social medias as well. That's right. So review us on iTunes, and yes. then also check out The 78 Hooligans. Yes. Right on. On Twitter and Instagram. And no matter what you do, go out to the person next to you, around you, or near you. Hug them. Tell them that they're there for you and that we are a community and we support each other. That's right. And fuck Wayne Rooney. Fuck, fuck Wayne, Wayne Rooney. Rooney. <laughs>